0: episode 45 of the gold card podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scalladi at Gelati LOL with me tonight, John George at the Esports Plug.
1: How are we doing everybody?
0: Calvin T at Ruler R Sama. Hello. And eventually, it'll be Chris Chung at Prime LOL, but we're not sure yet. So Ladies, we'll
1: hold on. Yeah, lady, ladies, ladies got to wait.
0: On. You got you got to wait. Wait till we get to the West. Keep it the... <laughs> All right. So um Wow, I, I had a really good weekend last weekend. I don't know about you guys, I like crushed it. I, I had a rough start on like Friday, but I've had like I think like six winning days in a row now, or, or no, it was Thursday, and then I have like six winning days in a row. So I've just been absolutely killing it recently.
1: Agree, um, agree.
0: I think I I like cashed two two D F like two DFS slates, and I was like, oh, like let me just put these in, cash both. Of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: so I I had a pretty good weekend. Um, it was a pretty good weekend for games, like every region, uh, a lot of upsets.
1: Ton of upsets yeah.
0: which is why I did so well. But anybody who
1: yeah, anybody who latched on to my advice last week about playing the two underdogs because one of them would probably beat G2. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Enjoy enjoy your money
0: if you went with that'll never happen again by the way. Like ever. <laughs> That's never money. ever going to happen again. Like that I mean, roster like, loses to two big dogs like get out of here, no way. We
1: accept t- we accept tips at the uh, at the Gold Card podcast. Yeah, feel yeah. free.
0: <laughs> feel free yeah, feel free to uh, you know, buy us some beer supply the podcast <laughs> uh,
1: we knew, we knew for a fact that shulka was going to beat g2 that's what we told you we were like <laughs> lock it we need like the sound effect where's
0: the soundboard the lock sound effects right Let's we
1: were we were just like they're too good g2 had never had a shot
0: but okay no <laughs> it's too good too good uh yeah so i it was it was wild it was i mean even na Na had a ton of upsets too you had a, a handful in in korea as well and um Yeah, it was just kind of a wild... It was weird. It was a weird weekend. Uh, And, like, I mean, it worked out in my favor, but, like, you embrace the weird. It's good. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're going to get into this weekend slate, uh, just like we usually do. But, as usual, we're going to touch on a couple news topics first. Uh, A couple big ones. First of all, uh, Faker got a contract extension with T1. It involves a stake in T1 Entertainment, or Sports and Entertainment which is the sports and entertainment division of, I think telecom T one telecom or something. It's some, some kind of telecom company. I think it's just SKT. Honestly, I think it's like a sister South company. Korean yeah, telecom. Yeah. It's South Korean telecom, but I think it's, I don't know if it's a separate company or if it's just like a, gotcha. like a division or something. I think it actually is a separate company now. Um, he's going to have a stake in the team. Very similar. This is very similar to the Bjergson contract, except on a much bigger scale. How Bjergsen has a stake in TSM and all that. So, um, 3 years. He signed on to play for 3 more years, uh which is you know, I mean really he's going to be the first contracted esports player that I know that's had a contract for 10 years, maybe outside of like individuals in the fighting community, like fighting game community or yeah. something. I think like Justin Wong's been with EG for like forever, like that kind of thing, but in like one of these major esports with a big company like this, this is that's big. It's a groundbreaking contract. So yeah, I'm um, assuming it's for a boatload of money cuz this first one made him the first esports millionaire, you know, from a contract.
1: Really cool that this basically solidifies that he will be an SKT player for his entire career. Yeah. And we get our first real, like, start-to-finish legend, local legend, you know, guy that played for the same team the whole time, basically made their brand in League of Legends to some degree, will continue his legacy there. Fantastic. Deserves the points. Puts a lot of pressure on an organization called Royal Never Give Up. (laughs) In my opinion... (laughs) a lot of pressure being put on royal never give up with this move
0: yeah i mean i I think the only real primary difference there is is the injury history like faker doesn't have one so it's true
1: but man uzi is the other guy that could be the start to finish you know guy that represented the brand i feel like he's got to get this kind of contract at some point even if it's just to bring him on as a coach after his career like he he did say that in the um in his, like,
0: announcement, like, the the, the translated announcement basically said in so many words that, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, basically finishing my career here and playing here and, you know, moving into a coaching and management position afterwards, so.
2: How do you guys
1: know, feel? It's yeah. a little bit of a digression, but how do you guys feel about that in, like, other sports? I do feel like it's better when you have a guy like a Tim Duncan that starts his career on the team and stays there the whole time, and, I mean... It helps if they're just good the whole time, basically, like they were with Tim Duncan. But how do you feel about about that versus like what we kind of have in basketball now where players are pretty consistently switching teams to try to get on, you know, super teams to win a championship? Which one do you prefer, putting the stars together and having the best teams with five all-stars battle or the unique representation of like, oh, the Charlotte Bobcats? I know them. It's got this guy on there who's always been there.
2: Um. No, I think this is this is a this is a great thing. I feel like with this move, I, it, esports is honestly just gonna get bigger and bigger. You know what I mean. So hopefully, a lot of other people kind of follow into like the TSM footsteps, the T1 footsteps, and just really like take care of their players and just understand that like when you have a guy who's committed his whole entire life to one team, like you know, I guess reward him in some type of way because. Yep. Cause when you have a lot of young players, they get really greedy money hungry and stuff like that. And so like, you know, having certain guys like Faker and Bergson, you know, no matter how, how the season went, like the one year where SKT just sucked, you know, he stuck it out and, you know, look at them now. They, they went to the world last year. So
1: even you know, got benched at times.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think,
0: I think it shows a level of, and you hear this talked about in traditional sports all the time. Like it's, it shows a level of good faith. Like, this is a com- like this is an organization I want to play for, you know. Like yep. a team, an organization does well by its players. They're going players are gonna want to go there to play. So maybe you and another team are paying the same, you know, money for a free agent, but the free agent's gonna choose T one every time. With the history, the you know, the loyalty to its players. Like T one has gone through a lot of players over the years, but they like we've almost never heard of any anything bad. Like they have never done bad by players or anything, right? Nope. And, and that's, oh, that's incredible. Like you got to remember too, like esports is not like that. Yeah. Like I, you know, I hate to say it and it's kind of like the dark side of the, of the, no, of but the it's world, true. but it's totally true. Like there's been a lot of, you know, exploitation in different <coughs> ways um, that you, it's, it's just really good to see a company. Like I, I hate to use the cliche of like, do it the right way, but they really are doing it the right way. Like this is a career player. He's probably the best player of all time. There's a good chance he ends up being the best player of all time when it's all said and done. I mean, who knows? We don't. We don't know how long this is gonna go on. But, uh, you. It, this is the equivalent of what the Oilers didn't do with Wayne Gretzky, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't trade Wayne Gretzky because you need the money. <laughs> don't trade Wayne Gretzky <laughs> ever. He's the best to ever. Do it. Don't do it ever. Yeah. Like it just this feels is,
1: wrong, right? This is what I want to see because this is not only something for esports. This is something we're losing in our culture. In a lot of places. This is something that's terrible in the business world. You know how many stories you hear about somebody working for a company for 30 years, moving up the ranks and sacrificing everything. They get hurt where they're going to be out for two months and the company's like, well, we've got to replace them. We need somebody else to run this. Do they just fire them? Like it's, it's becoming really prevalent in this culture to not be loyal to your employees. And in return, employees are saying, well, if you're not going to be loyal to us, we're not going to be loyal to you. People get hired onto jobs and immediately start looking for better jobs. And so I'd like us in the esports. I hope that esports goes in a way where we've got some Tim Duncans, and that the that the teams are willing to treat them like Tim Duncans. In addition to, you know, them being Tim Duncan players. Well, hopefully,
0: so. hopefully this sets a precedent, right? Like where yeah. if, if you have, you know, these are good examples. Like T1 is probably the best organization ever. Yeah. Like I don't think and, it's a really a debate. Right? They've three world yeah. championships. Like what's what's the question mark here? Right? And
1: TSM yeah. is clearly Bjergsen's team. Yeah, and right. so that makes sense as well. You know,
0: in the in the in in North America, TSM is the team. You know, TSM, mm-hmm. I guess like Cloud9 too, but like there's they are a storied franchise wow. and they're they're doing right by their players. It's just it I don't know. It's it's just a good move. I think it's really really cool. He probably got huge money. I don't even want to know. He got <laughs> dude, he got a million dollar a year contract in season 3. Yeah. That was seven years ago. That was seven years ago. That's and, insane. And he,
1: whatever the stock, like the, the percent that he got in the company is worth, that is the real value here. I'm uh, yeah. extremely confident that's the, that's the real value. Yeah,
0: because I'm pretty sure he they have like a baseball team, a basketball team, probably. Like they probably have a million yeah. other things. So
1: whenever he's done, he's going to be sitting back watching Shangzhou Tigers games. I promise you. And he, probably, be- and he deserves <laughs> it. Like, yeah, he's gonna Faker, be relaxed.
0: Faker is. He's such a good ambassador for the sport right like yeah. legit
2: like he really is like he's so oh. wholesome <laughs> it's very yeah have you guys seen his videos with like Bjergsen and like oh yeah one? those are hala- those are oh, it's honestly great hilarious. it's and great met
1: uzi when they had the interview yeah. with him at uzi over dinner at worlds yeah that was yeah it's just he's a whole
2: so
0: guy. respectful yeah. and humble and and that's why he's still honestly i'm convinced we were talking a little bit about this earlier john but i'm convinced that's why he's still good it's because he's humble He's like, it's yep. never enough. I'm never said I'm, I'm never settling for anything. Like there's, you know, it helps that he's been tested. Like he's never just been like far and away better than everybody else. Like it, it's been like six years since that was the case. Yeah. Right. So it's been like since his first year that he was like far and away better than everybody. So yeah. he's been tested all the time, which definitely helps, I think. So it keeps him, keeps him humble. Yep. Yeah. Also, Great. awesome yeah. news. Really, really cool. Um, Couple other news items. Uh, Crown is out this week, for this weekend, anyway. Pobelter Belter is going to be playing mid for CLG. I, I have so we talked a little bit about this in our in our chat, like our Twitter chat and everything. Like, I, I think Crown individually has had a lot of problems. Um, I could go through and cite specific examples. I don't want to like bog everybody down. You can hit me up on Twitter for those later, but. He looks kind of like a guy that's just, like, assuming... it's like, I'm supposed to be good, so I am I can do this stupid thing and get away with it. And you're not that good. Like, he feels like a guy that's, like, playing entitled. I think that's the way I put it. And clearly some dynamic is not working with TSM. I don't think Crown... Indivi- even no. Crown in isolation doesn't look like what he did, like, even last year. And obviously there's going to be some fall-off. It happens. But... He's had he's falling off a cliff individually and if you just look at the team dynamic like watch a CLG game don't even watch the game watch the, the player cams no one's talking hmm
1: and I would have expected this way more if he was still on optic yeah like if he had stayed on the same team over the year I mean they had a bad season last season if they if they just brought him back and he was just like lagging now I would have been like I get it you know to some degree but going on to a new team I'm a little bit surprised but I in my tweet about this situation, I wanted to shift the focus because I don't really know what's going on with the crown situation. Feels like it could be a locker room thing, feels like it could be a communication thing. What I wanted to talk about is I'm happy that Poe Belter is back. <coughs> That's my boy Poe Belter.
0: Yeah, me too. I- and a
1: guy who really deserves to be on the stage to be honest with you. There's he's better than some some players that are around. And I'm I'm happy to see him back even if I don't really know necessarily why. The crown thing is happening.
0: Well, hopefully he just and Cal. I don't know if you want to like chime in on this too, but like hopefully Pobelter realizes like there's something up with this team. And he's been he's enough of a veteran now that he's been through a couple different organizations, been through a couple different teams. He's kind of seen a lot over his career, and he's still good. So hopefully he can step in and be like, "Yo, whatever was happening before, I ain't putting up with that shit." Like, wake up, you know?
1: Like, yeah, well, let's go.
0: So. I does, like CLG
1: from here on out. To be honest with you, does I think, this light a fire under CLG's ass? Like, yes, I think so, hundred percent.
2: Cal, yeah, I think they should be better. I, like, like you guys said, there was a lot of communication stuff going on, and honestly, this could be the best for them. Um, so, there's really not much to say. To be honest with you, Just, hopefully they didn't get their shit together.
1: On paper, the team seemed good, and. Yeah. Even though I don't think that po Belter is a better player than Crown, when they're playing at you know the level that I think that either of them should be playing at, when it's something's this bad, we've talked about it before, it's it can be good to just do something. And I get the feeling with how this team looks on paper and how badly they're underperforming to that, that just switching something up's got to be good for them.
0: It's Schalke did kind of the same thing where it's like this might not look right, but we just got yeah. Do now
1: they're the, now they're the best team in Europe. Yeah, they just play. beat G2. They got to be the best. Right? <laughs> yeah, they took Forgiven out, and now they're the best team in Europe. What do you want them to do?
0: Oh my god, jeez, yeah, I, I don't. And you got to think too. Like that's a good sub. Like this could be like some challenger player. Poe Belters is like real. It's like a real yeah. life, real life League of Legends player. You know, oh. <laughs> so um, it's weird. I, last week, I kind of wanted to be on the side of of like, oh, I'm gonna stop fading CLG. I don't know if I'm all the way converted, like buying back into the. the you know, they're gonna turn it around yet. But I I do kind of think that they're we're starting to see who's real and who's not.
1: They got a perfect matchup this weekend, a perfect bar opposite setter. of we'll EG. By about the it. way,
0: we're gonna talk about that too. Yeah, I we'll, think,
1: we'll talk about it because I think they got a bar setter here. Because I
0: think EG is due for a positive regression as well. But they have I a agree. brutal schedule this weekend, so kind of like Mad Lions did this past weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. So maybe stay away. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. To we'll, talk talk about about it. we'll talk about it. We'll talk. So yeah, Crown in, Crowns out. Pro Belter's in. Um, last bit of news I wanted to touch on was uh, the LPL has announced that they are going to be doing a, an online, like a uh, remote Scrims League with um, TOP, JDG, Sooning, Victory 5, and E Star. Uh, it's going to be a four day event. I guess they're just playing round robin, like one match a day, and they're just going to basically broadcast Scrims because everyone wants the LPL, but obviously the coronavirus is keeping that from happening in person. So the teams are just gonna play remotely, I guess, on the servers on tournament realm or whatever. And they're gonna do it that way. Uh it's gonna be February twenty sixth. It's gonna be four days long and those are the five teams involved and we don't really know what else. Oh, they said it's gonna be the same format, best of three. So
2: Yeah, they're actually looking into this more like <clears throat> just in case like if like the virus just stays stagnant, they're just gonna play the uh what's it called, their matches online instead, which is I don't know kind of sketchy but super sketchy
1: yeah i have a a slight break in news i'm sorry it's a it's not related at all to this but it's just too amusing it's too amusing not where's to bring the, where's up where's
0: the breaking news sound
1: just learned i would like calvin especially as a as a dfs player to take a guess on this question right here uh the most expensive player on the upcoming lec slate which was only just released
3: oh nx
1: it is the shelf. No, here, eighty carry
2: is the yeah, most. Yeah, it's it. I looked at that, that earlier.
0: <laughs> this wow,
1: is, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. This is the
0: Dankest timeline. John's <laughs> losing it. John can't keep it together right now.
1: It's like one and eight, one and seven or something else. There, eighty carry the most expensive player because the they're game.
0: playing Vitality. Yeah, Vitality. They're playing a Jack Troll lane, dude. Dude, Jack Troll had. This not weekend, Steelback, dude. This weekend, I know, I know. This weekend, Jack Troll had like an opening ten minutes. I was like, "Holy shit, Jack Troll's playing out of his mind. He's hard carrying this lane right now." And then he immediately threw it away, like just immediately <laughs> threw it away. I was like, "Holy shit, is this really happening?
1: I don't oh, believe sorry. it." I had to break in with that for just a minute. Forgive the team and their eighty carries. That's incredible.
0: Play as as Meanwhile, forgive sitting on the sidelines, being like, "Of course he's going to look. good. <laughs> he's not good. even there. Of course he's going to be. Of course he's going to look good. God damn it! Like, <laughs> that is the dankest okay. timeline. That's outstanding. Sorry, no, that's okay. <laughs> that was worth the derailing. So <laughs> that was hilarious. LPL scrim league. Uh, we don't. I, I don't know. I don't. Maybe there's going to be odds posted for this. Who knows? It's going to be next week. We'll know by next week, I guess. Um, but. Who who knows? <laughs> Looks kind of cool. I don't know. It's it's something. We're gonna get our. We're gonna get to scratch the itch, you know. But um, yeah. I don't know. Saying so it's four days. Those five teams. I guess it's like a trial run in case something worse happens. Like trial.
1: Like, we'll get a little like, insight into it at least. Probably a little little something. Yeah,
0: uh, we'll talk about this on the show next week. I think because like assuming the LPL gets online the next couple weeks. Cross fingers. Hopefully it does. Um, I've got some i'm i'm gonna be heavy on underdogs especially like more time to prepare no film Mm -hmm. i'm gonna they're gonna be more prepared for these games you're gonna have to treat it like another week one basically so yeah no we'll get to that when we get to that um let's see we are this far into it so we wanted to touch on kind of since we didn't get any listener reviews Shame on you, people! Wow, send some reviews in. Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. They don't love us anymore. It's okay. It's all right. I get it. You don't
1: want to click twice and and click a couple buttons. You yeah, don't get want to smash
0: yeah, that you're... like icon. You yeah. don't want to hit the you, subscribe. You don't you feel want like to
1: be successful in life. You just don't want to type two sentences. Oh yeah. my god! I get it. Oh Understand my god! It's
0: it's okay. It's all right. No, we see how it is. We see how it is. We know who's really loved. We know who's really loved. It's okay. It's all right. We know, who... yo, the people that wrote reviews. You the real. You the real MVPs. That's right. You're real MVPs, you getting the shout outs. Okay. Honky getting a shout out. Uh, Phil Collins 77 getting a shout out. It's the greatest thing ever. Everybody
1: else is just too busy watching Kinder Egg open reveal videos, and they, yeah. they can't give us a like that we deserve. Yeah, you know, instead of, <laughs>
0: instead of the, the, the premium free content and selections, not behind a paywall. These are free selections, people. <laughs> I'm going. I'm, I'm losing. I'm losing. I'm going off of this. but
1: so, We're being like that one girl that got shamed on Twitter. Oh, first. my God. I feel like
0: every podcast ever, it's like I'm just running, like, ad scripts over and over again. Maybe I'll, dude, don't make me have to start doing ad reads, people. Don't make me do it. <laughs> so the Gold Card Podcast brought to you by. Whatever. uh What's, what's the, I'm trying to think? What's the me? Oh, some, brought some to you by Audible. Get to yeah. purchase now for a free audio book on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we wanted to briefly touch on kind of like the 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 meta game and where it's where we think it's going, where it looks like it's going, where it currently is, and how that's going to affect things. Because I think it's going to. Uh, we kind of have touched on this a little bit, but I wanted to take some time to chunk out and touch on this for at least a few minutes. Um, I'll give you my TLDR version that you guys can, like, add and edit if you want. TLDR, which is too long, didn't read for those that aren't Reddit frequenters or 4chan frequenters, whatever. Um, The Long story short is the game right now is all about scaling because... And there's a number of reasons for that. One is the champions that are powerful, and two is... The individual dragons don't really matter as much as the actual soul buff and the actual elder buff. So what happens is you have a lot of teams that are willing to concede the first three drakes. Even the first, like, herald or two. As long as they can limit what's happening, it's kind of the opposite of what I thought before the season. Um, And because of this, you have situations where both teams are basically handshaking, saying, like, look, we're both going to play scaling. You have some teams that are trying to go underneath it and play, like, tempo teams and get ahead. But... You have both teams trying to play scaling, which is why we're getting these long games, which is why we're getting these low-kill games, because nobody wants to make the first mistake, because the first mistake is often what loses you the game. So, there's a whole bunch of things like that going on. You can tell the teams that don't want to do this. Uh, T1 definitely doesn't want to do this. Damwon clearly is not interested in doing this. Uh... T one T- T- is triggering me with some of their dress, man. T one is so good, and they just don't want to win. I'm convinced. Like that's <laughs> what. <laughs> anyway, so the the whole thing is scale. Get a dragon soul, get a baron, end the game. Or scale, survive the dragon soul, especially if it's like Cloud Drake, Cloud Soul, steal the elder, and then win the game off of it. That's been kind of the meta game. So what happens is this is a lot like season eight, season eight worlds, where it was a hyperscaling metagame. You basically had two teams look across the aisle and been like, look, are you going to play early game? Are you going to play early game? No, because I don't want to screw up. No, I don't want to screw up either. I'll see you in 40 minutes. You know, we'll do some stuff in between then, but, like, none of this really matters, right? So you have two teams handshaking until 30, 35, 40 minutes into a game, and then, like, some cataclysmic team fight happens, somebody wins, and that's the game. Because, you know, for, you know, any number of reasons. Because of that, we're seeing certain champions just be borderline unbeatable. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference Orn and Soraka. I don't know if you guys yeah. want to reference Orn, any other yeah, champions. Yeah, Orn's a big name there. So Orn is for those that don't know, they talk about it on the broadcast all the time. Orn is passive, lets you upgrade your teammates' items and your own items. There's been a lot of posts. Chakras did a really really great video about this. Um, it's been out for a couple weeks now, so you should check it out. LS refers to it all the time. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes actually, but it's basically referring like. Does the math on how much gold all the Orn items are worth, which is why he's being so, you know, such a high priority. Because if he gets to upgrade both of his items and like one teammate's items, like they're just, it's like a, it's like a, you know, 2K gold lead. So it doesn't matter if the game is 50K to 45K, everyone's getting full build and your team's got better items anyway. So you're seeing a lot of these kind of things, and I'm getting a little bit off, you know, in the weeds here, but the game is all about scaling. Typically, when the game is about scaling, people tend to think, oh, yeah, that means the good teams aren't going to get snowballed on. What it actually means is there's way more games that are coin flips. It just takes one mistake. There's plenty of really, really great teams that will make one mistake in a game. Sure, they look great with Damwon. Damwon's a really good example of this, actually. Sandbox is another one. Good teams that, when they're ahead, they look like the best team in the universe. They look like they could be a world championship contender, and it's amazing. But if they're not ahead, or if it's even, all it takes is one mistake, right? So, we're in a in a situation now, and this is important when it comes to you know setting your DFS lineups and and you know betting, where dogs are gonna be favored a little bit more until something changes. So, I think the next step from here is I'm not gonna go into the whole Soraka thing; that's a different thing. But um, we're in a situation now where Jungle XP did get buffed on ten three. It looks like the better junglers are differentiating themselves. You can kind of see that this weekend because the LCS played on ten three this weekend. LCK is playing on ten three now. now. Um, you can kind of see that happening, but we only have a one-week sample size. So, I'll, ask, I'll put this out to you guys now. Where do you see... Do, do you see the good junglers differentiating themselves? Do you see the you know underdogs are just going to continue winning because every game is closer to a coin flip than the odds are projecting or do you have a different opinion on the whole matter
2: um i do see a little bit of a jungle difference um i think i mean it's just weird because like it's like who it's like it, i think it just comes down to drafting for junglers i think mechanic wise i think it's every, everyone's kind of stale um i don't know people are drafting kind of weird junglers like i actually just saw a kindred today And I guess Kindred's kind of like OP. What the what the hell? Um, Kindred's one of the
0: the reason Kindred's good is because she's one of the only physical damage dealing scaling junglers. Like, there's not many of them. It's basically just her. So that's why you're seeing her.
2: Yeah, I've seen a bunch of other junglers. I just think just right now it's just drafting and just like who's willing to actually make the least mistakes and kind of win team fights early. Like, so today when we saw who was that Dragon X went for that Baron, dude. That that call, like, literally, Damn, like, that bomb. one mistake, that one mistake, and then that one snowball, That that's just how the game is. Literally, that was the whole series. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, the first two games were, like, okay, the better team won, the better comp won, right? So like, first, that was first like first the first game two was,
2: series. First game was draft, yeah. First game was definitely the draft, and then after that, it was just, like, the third game was just, man, that one mistake, and then that's it. They Dude, that just game snowball. got weird. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I think about how this meta is going right now. So, do, do, we think, do we think uh, – John, I'll let you chime in. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say, early in the season, I almost felt to some degree like better junglers were suffering. Like I mentioned it a few oh, times, yeah, I but I felt, that, like, I felt like some of the guys who were making really good plays were actually paying for their good plays <sighs> because they were so weak and they weren't used to being weak. And now I'm starting to see them climb back a little bit. Um So I think the jungle is starting to matter more, but we did talk a little bit before the show about if it goes, if it continues into this scaling uh, meta that we're looking at, start looking at teams that have very good bottom lanes and specifically 80 carries, because when the games go into that, we're going to handshake until 40 minutes phase. The 80 carries are the ones that tend to deal the damage at 40 minute team fights. And so you should have two of them in
0: your DraftKings lineups.
1: (laughs) Having to having a really good AD carry makes a big difference when they're the one that's gonna win you the team fight. Whereas for the last excuse me, for the last quite a while, AD carries were not one of the more influential positions on a team. It was usually jungle mid, sometimes top. Supports made a big difference when they roamed around. AD carries were one of the least relevant positions. But there's been a lot of times in League of Legends where you can go back to where AD carries were the primary focus. That's where Uzi made his name in those Mystic. Me- Yeah, Mystic, where those guys made their names. And that appears to be kind of where we're going right now. So there was even, uh, now that it's kind of over, I'll kind of give it up to people. But there was a period where one of the biggest edges in DFS was that junglers were actually better than 80 carries. Yeah. They were never priced more than 80 carries, but they were. there was a period where pretty much regardless of region, junglers were scoring higher points because the game was so early game focused and the jungler was almost always involved in early game plays that kills in the early game were so high. The junglers were better than 80 carries. Even if you could afford an 80 carry captain in DFS, you wanted a jungler captain, but now we're, we're back to the place where you definitely want 80 carries.
0: Yeah. When there's, you know, 18 kills a game or whatever is happening, you want a share, you, you know, you're, you're battling over who gets, who gets three and who gets five. Yeah. Like that's the difference. So, you know, you're better off betting on the 80 carry in that spot. Like, really this this states to a bigger picture like it, this is going to affect how <clears throat> how we approach and how we think of these things because usually this is the phase of the season where we're starting to see the good teams separate agree and we are starting to see that a little bit the team real but the thing is like we're starting to see the teams that aren't just better like there are teams that are clearly like Leaps and bounds ahead of their Cloud Nine looks like they're leaps and bounds ahead of their region. Well, I mean we'll see if that continues, but they look exceptional right now. But like you're starting to see like teams that have the right idea that aren't necessarily like as talented. Flyquest. Flyquest is a great example of this. Flyquest gets it. Like that's why I've been betting FlyQuest. Flyquest just gets it. They understand, hey, look, we can't try to snowball a game right now. We just need to play, you know, orn a tank jungler and a two core, and we're good. Like we'll play like Victor Afilios or, or something like that, and then we're good. And
1: I I gotta make my FlyQuest point as well, because I was playing this on Twitter. I said it in like every conversation that I've had in the last week. The big thing that I see with FlyQuest is they keep making proactive plays, and when the other team buff like rebuffs the play and wins the play, the other team just backs off. The TSM game is the best example of yep. this. Go back and watch it. TSM like, we'll win, FlyQuest will jump in, and they don't get the kill they wanted, and they get beat up, and then FlyQuest just runs away, and TSM just runs away, they're like, yep, okay, we won, FlyQuest didn't get anything, but whenever FlyQuest does that play, and they get that initial pick, they push, and push, and push, and take objectives, and go here, and go there, and so, they just keep throwing plays at TSM over and over again. And every time TSM wins, they get nothing. And every time FlyQuest wins, they get everything. The, and that's why FlyQuest won that game. The
0: thing I like about FlyQuest, and you're seeing T1 do this a little bit to, to a certain extent, too. It's just they just put themselves in the shittiest draft position they possibly can. But <laughs> they play the scaling. Like, they'll pick the scale. Well, T1 doesn't do this. FlyQuest. We'll stick with FlyQuest. FlyQuest will pick a scaling team, right? Pick a scaling team fight. They'll pick a fight. They're not afraid to pick a fight, even if they shouldn't win it at that point. But they're picking a fight for a reason. Like, they have a purpose for doing it, right? So they're not they're not just being like, oh, oh, shit, we lost this fight. Oh, we just got four for one or whatever. They're picking a fight where it's going to go, like, one for one or one for two at worst. And, like, maybe they don't get a dragon, but it only went one for two and a dragon. That's not the worst-case scenario when you have, like, Orin on your team, right? So they're playing these scaling comps, like, not totally on the defensive side, like, not super de- – like, it's, in a weird way, it's disciplined in that they know that they all they need to do is not lose hard. All they need to do is, like, take a punch, right? They're going to wear this other boxer out. They just need to actually engage a little bit to tire the guy out because if they don't, then he's not going to tire himself out, right? So that's kind of where the game's at. I, I just wanted to touch on that because it's it's something I've been writing about. We haven't really talked about too much on here. Um, I know we've kind of gone pretty far off here, but
1: uh, we're going to get to this
0: late in a second, but –
1: I have one more quick yeah, comment. Ahead. I want no response. I just want people to flame me on Twitter when they disagree. <laughs> I just said this in a conversation I was just having. I think FlyQuest is playing the game more correctly than any other NA team, including Cloud9. I think Cloud9 I is, agree just, with you. is just so much more talented that they look way better doing it but I think FlyQuest is playing a better game of League of Legends than anybody else in North America, and the, the fact that they're not that talented is the only thing holding them back from being like a dominant NA team. I hard I agree with that. Okay. Are the
0: team, what are the teams that we think... <clears throat> let's look across the regions. Like, what are the teams that have the right idea right now? FlyQuest? I think Golden Guardians is starting to come around, which it's insane that I'm saying that, but it's true. TSM, I, I actually think,
1: gets it. I had Golden Guardians rated well at the beginning of the season. Happy yep. to see it.
0: Yeah. I think TSM gets it. Cloud9. Origin definitely gets it. Well, Cloud9, I don't think Cloud9 is like, they're just better than everyone. Cloud9 is just playing better than everybody. I,
1: think I don't they're just think more they talented necessarily than have everybody. the right
0: idea. They, they do. For the most part, they do. But, you know, they're just outplaying people a lot of the time.
1: Um G2's I mean, been doing it for G2 a year and a half. Yeah. So I'm still giving G2 the same credit because I yeah. think they've been doing yeah. the same thing G2 for a year are and a half. the
0: masters of this. G2 yeah. are so good at this, where they just take fights that they bait you into fights that look like they mean something and mean nothing. Like, they're so <laughs> yeah. good at that. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to trade top yeah. tower for this, and we're going to make this ugly, scrappy mess that's like a three for three in the bot lane. And, you know, we come out on top because we got a tower out of it. Like, that's, that's like the G2 way. They've been so good at that. Um, yeah, there's a few t- like I think like Dragon X gets it, Gen G gets it in Korea. It's gonna be interesting when the LPL starts up, like to see who has the right idea there, who's trying to go underneath everything. Yeah, I- it's just a real really weird situation because like you have to be so much better than your opponent to do the go underneath the scaling strategy, and that's why you're seeing good teams try to do that and lose because they're not great teams. So anyway you have access to draft betting, I highly suggest that you draft the better scaling team every single time. Yeah, at least right now. Yeah, so we had a lot of news. I wanted to touch on the meta things we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it. Um, let's get into the slate.
1: Yeah, we do. T- we do sometimes talk about games on this podcast. Yeah, we we actually do. Believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, we do.
0: Sometimes. So. Uh, LCK, we're going to do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as usual. So, Friday morning, we have Sandbox plus 137 against Afrika minus 188. The uh, Afrika minus 1.5 is at plus 162. So, Sandbox look kind of lost right now, uh, but I also think that was a little bit amplified by the fact that they have been trying out the Leo and Gorilla bottom lane, and they've, they tried fade out. Not last series, but the series before. So, they tried fade out in mid lane. Uh, lost to Hanwa, I believe it was. Let me just go double check this real quick. Lost to Hanwa. One second. And then, ev- yeah, they lost 0-2 to Hanwa, And everyone, like, freaked out. Oh, my God, they're so bad. Oh, my God, Hanwa's so good. But it was... <laughs> I mean, they did look that way, but it was also like they switched bot lanes in the middle of this. Now they had been going back and forth with this bottom lane, like I guess you should look into the fact the sandbox like their bottom like like if you look at like Le- like Route and Joker or Leo and Joker, right? Or no, they're running Leo and Go- I'm sorry, Leo. They're running Leo and Gorilla and Route and Joker. Those are the two combos. They haven't yeah. mixed the two, it's just those two bot lanes, like individual with each other. They've played both. Both have played you know, like Route and Joker have played four games together, right? That's a pretty good substitution. Like, if anything ever goes bad, like, that's a pretty good situation to be in, that you have two bot lanes like that. And I know Fate was, like, a highly touted, like, solo queue prospect, but they are 0-2 in that lineup. So, I don't know if Sandbox is just trying to figure things out. As we know, the East has not converted to the Western model of the Spring Split. doesn't matter. So, Spring Split does matter in the East still, in the LPL and the LCK. So... I don't know if Sandbox is just experimenting, trying stuff out. Maybe they see a matchup situation, but this is weird. I, I, to me, Afrika should they they should two this, and I don't think it's necessarily because I disrespect Sandbox, but I think Afrika's really good. And until Sandbox show me that they're willing to actually just like run the starting lineup out, I think if it's the starting lineup for Sandbox, I take Sandbox in this spot. I'll take a shot on it. Cal, you got any thoughts on that?
2: No, you're 100 percent right. I just, I think Sandbox are a solid team and just in general. I just wish they just didn't play Root and Joker. To be honest with you, I think just go out and play with uh, Gorilla and Leo because they look they look good. They look good. It's like the SKT. SKT yeah. guys are always good. So,
0: Sam Sandbox is interesting because they, I I don't like. They've said this on the broadcast a million times, but they're they're so good from ahead but they look like a chicken with their head caught off when the game's, like, equal at 30 minutes or they're, like, a little behind or even, like, a lot behind. They just have no idea what to do. Like, they, Sandbox will just keep fighting you until it works. Like, they're they're in a weird way, they're, like, the most LPL team in the LCK. Like, if you look at this roster, that doesn't make any sense, but it kind of Like, if you watch them play, they solve their problems by fighting. So, I don't know. I like... I would like sandbox here if I knew it was the full lineup, but as it stands, I like a to at a Actually, I probably like the Afrika money line too.
1: I'm interested to how you gentlemen feel about this next matchup. So, so is that
0: arguably the top two teams right now? I don't know. You could say, yeah, two is two. This,
1: that's what I was going to ask is, is this the marquee matchup for you guys? Are these so, the top two teams?
0: So I don't know. I, I think T one if you consider that T1 has, like, totally handicapped themselves <laughs> to start the season and they're still, like, in this conversation, maybe they're the best team. I don't know. but And what I mean by that is, like, T1 have lost, you know, all but, like, two or three drafts. Two, they've definitely won. And third is debatable. They've lost every other draft, like, badly. <laughs> and they're still, like, in this conversation for this, right? So... So we have Dragon X plus 110, Gen G minus 150. Uh, I'm taking Dragon X plus 110. I, I think these teams are basically even. Give me the underdog in this spot. I'm not laying 150 with a favorite, but I, I'll take the plus money. I, I think these two teams are even. I'll say this, and I've been writing about this quite a bit. Um, the really interesting thing with Dragon X is... I'll just... I'll, I'll, let me... Hypothetical. What was... Going into this season, what were the biggest question marks you had about Dragon X, John?
1: Um, well... They, they were a fairly new team to begin with, which is for me is always going to be a question mark, regardless of who your players are. Just the fact that you have guys that haven't played together before—it's mm-hmm. just always going to be a problem for me, no matter who you are. And then the jungle, Piosik—you don't know. Support, Caria, not sure. You know, so I think clearly those were those were some
2: issues.
0: Cal, do you think the same thing, or you have a different thought on it? The same. Okay.
2: It's just the jungle and Kyria. Just so new the two players. The two
0: new players, right? Everybody yeah. else: Chovy, Doran,
2: Deft. But we, we we knew CV Max was always always a really good coach, anyway. Yeah. So that could. So been... the coach,
0: the solo laners, and Deft. Deft is. I still think Deft is the best carry of all time. I know people say Uzi, but Deft is unbelievable, and he's still playing at an unbelievable level. So those weren't players. question marks, right? Yeah. The two rookies are the question marks. Guess what? The two rookies have been carrying this team. <laughs> not even Ke- like it's not like the other players have been playing badly but Kerry and Pyosik have been like Kerry especially is stepped like they they are standing out. Kerry looks like the best support in Korea. It's crazy. It's a brand new player. We didn't know anything about this player. Looks like they best- they had a game uh they played against Hanwa last week and Hanwa tried like the weird Trindamir like four support Trindamir funnel strategy that's like you might actually see in the coming patches. We'll see like somebody else is going to try it. There's a strategy, basically, where you funnel a top lane Tryndamere. Kind of how you used to funnel, like, Kesa mid. Where you just give them all the jungle camps and all the farm and everything. You take double smite and do this. You don't take double smite. It's not that extreme. But you basically funnel all the gold into the Tryndamere. Play, like, four supports and just let the Tryndamere run wild, right? That's a team comp right now that you can do. And Hamma tried it. It was like a solo queue special. much tried it in an actual game. Kind of caught um, Dragon X off guard. Dragnecks looked like they were going to get Snowballed on. Like, the Trinity got a kill. The bot lane got ahead. I was like, oh, man, this the this this Soraka bot lane is going to get – they're going to get away with this, right? They're going to get <laughs> away with the Soraka bot lane. And so they were behind. They got a kill. And is just like, okay, I'm going to go in on Pike. Immedi- like, gives up first blood, right? Comes back, carries the game after giving up first blood. Straight up. Like, yeah. turns the bottom lane around gets another kill in the bottom lane after the initial turn back, and then made a bunch of picks on Pike to carry that game out. It was it was ridiculous. To see someone that was – and I'll, I'll say this too. Um, they've had – the, the LCK is doing a, uh, an analyst desk in between each game, which I think is cool as hell that they didn't used to do before. And, you know, they have the Korean analyst desk and they translate it. They had Wadid, you know, formerly yep. – yeah, former player, on the analyst desk, and he was saying – this is a support, by the way, saying Carrier looks like the best support in Korea right now. He's just turned 18, I think. <laughs> That's <laughs> ridiculous. Does the, the CB Max just have a gift for finding these guys? Like, I don't get it. But Dragon X, my Dragon X features are just looking good. I'll say that much. Because they, the two question marks we had about this team going into the season are answered already. At least for now. Maybe they get figured out a little bit, but... And maybe they'll be tested by like bigger pressure situations. So maybe this is a spot to like Gen G because of the experience and, and these guys are all tried and tested and everything. But I, I gimme Dragon X here.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the players are good enough. And I think they're coaching I I like Coach Kim, like I said, but I think Dragon X has the right idea with their draft and how to utilize their players in this meta this So This should
0: be fifty fifty, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Just take the dog. Take the dog. Don't 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 overthink this. Also, or just don't bet this and enjoy the game because it's two of the best teams in Korea yeah. right now. So, you know. Saturday we have, unless you guys have anything to add on there. Nope. I'm Saturday we have, have Life minus 150. What? <laughs> this better be against Jin Air. This better be against Jin Air or we're going to have a talking. So, we have Hanwell Life minus 150, Griffin plus 110. Look, Griffin has been struggling. Griffin look like they don't know what's up. I think it's being over exaggerated a little. I don't think they look that bad. I know Cal, you you have some thoughts on this. You you were a little charged on Griffin the other day.
2: Yeah. Ah uh, man. I just like I say, I think just the coaching, man. I honestly I coaches are so underrated right now, I feel like, because just how like sensitive the draft can be and the champion mm-hmm. pool is and I really think Hanwha has like, they 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 have the right idea too. They have an amazing idea, and and Dorne, I don't know. Having they need to put Doran on some a little more safer champ, in my opinion, right now. But that's just me. What sword um, do you mean? Or sword? Yeah, yeah sorry.
0: I always cross. The, I always cross the two of them up too. Yeah, so. my
2: bad. I meant sword. So, uh, I think I'm gonna stay away from it from now because I think Hanwha looks looks pretty good. So. Dude, I'm I'm fading. Like
0: not not like it, not because I disrespect them, but because it's they're like, going to be overrated like right over now. Again. I, I think Griffin's still a better team. Like before the season started, like maybe maybe Humo have upgraded themselves a little bit, but I kind of had that top seven, and Griffin was like the seven for me. I still think that's the case. And while that seven and eight gap or seven and nine gap might have closed a little bit, I Humo life I think look like they're starting to get figured out. Like they've tried all their tricks. Like you are not, you are not, like you are not fooling anyone unless they come up with some new pitch to throw. Like they're gonna get some people, they're gonna catch some people sleeping. But yeah. and Hamwa are good. Like it's a good roster. We talked about that in the LCK before the season. Like Hamwa and KT have good rosters. Like they're not bad. APK too, to a lesser extent. Like APK have respectable players. But dude, Hamwa's laying one fifty. Are you kidding me? Give me, give me the other side of that. I don't care who it is, unless it's Jin Air. Give me the other side. Even if this was APK in this spot, I would actually contemplate taking APK. So to me, Griffin's a slam dunk.
2: You take you would take APK against uh, HLE. Or I mean, HLE I would take against, I would if APK
0: or... was plus one ten against Hanwa Life minus one fifty. I would take a I would take a shot on APK. I think. Oh, and I know that Hanwa's better, but I would take a shot on APK. So oh. I'm getting Griffin at plus one ten. Give me that for sure. How much life should it be minus one hundred and fifty against anybody, dude? I like this team and I like what they're doing right now, but get out of here. This should be this should be even money. Like this is a bad team trending up and a bad and a good team trending or a decent team trending down. It should be just even. They should meet in the middle somewhere, and they're not. Why is one team minus one hundred and fifty? Get out of here. Give me the dog.
1: Give me yeah. a dog, me the blind the dog. dog, blind not, dogs. Give me the, not, the dog.
0: Not this one. <laughs> Call me the seeing eye dog. Let's go. That's... Those aren't blind. I do know that, by the way. So, <laughs> Anyway, um, next up on Saturday, we have APK plus 700 against T1, minus 1600. Yeah,
1: there's some big numbers there.
0: The, the T1 minus 1.5 is at minus 275. Is APK going to get a game? Consider this. What's, what was the the scene from that old television show? Consider this. This is like some HYY show or something, or Reading Rainbow. I don't know. Um, Bill Nye, maybe.
2: I'm actually glad though that T1 is playing Kana. I really like I really like him. Uh, yeah. I think I think our point, our uh, biggest worry was actually that was who's going to play uh, top lane for them and who's actually going to play well for them. So um, putting in Kana, I think just his champion pool is pretty pretty good. So. I mean I dude, literally this number I would <laughs> I don't even know minus one and a half is that great. Is
0: this a letdown spot? Like does APK steal a game with some random cheese strat? I dude,
4: think
0: you're so. getting plus
2: you're getting plus two hundred
0: to take a game, dude. Give me a half yeah. unit on APK. Yeah. So here's the here's the counter argument to that. T one have been beating way better teams when they've basically lost in draft and still win some games against way better teams than APK. Maybe that's the logic. No, this is just to stay away. I'm not I'm not messing with this game. Screw this. I'm, I'm staying away. I'm going to get myself in trouble to so, like, get involved in this game. But, like, I'll say this about, like, t- to me, Korea is s- sort of solidifying into, like, a top three teams. And then, like, Afrika are in, like, a tier of their own. And then there's, like, a middle pack and then there's, like, KT and APK, right? And I don't even think KT's that bad, but, like, APK just can't hang and KT is kind of struggling right now. So, um... The top three teams understand the game. They understand how it's supposed to be played. T1 doesn't draft that way, but T1 plays like they understand how the game is supposed to be played, <laughs> which is really weird. But like Gen. G and DragonX are like they—they're the full package. They get it. They're talented. They understand the way the game is supposed to be played, and they team fight ridiculously well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch these games. It's just <coughs> this meta game is so perfect for Korea. So to me, you should be watching Korea. If in this kind of meta game, you want to see what the Korean teams are doing. In a different kind yep. of metagame, you want to watch China. In this kind of metagame, Korea reigns supreme. This is exactly yep. what they're good at, is not making the first mistake. They're so, so good at that. So watching those two teams is, is a gift right now, so enjoy it. Even yep. if the games only have 12 kills in them. So I'm not having anything to do with this. Uh, anything else Sunday? Let's go to Sunday. Afrika minus 500, KT plus 333. The We'll say Afrika minus 1.5 is at minus 138. KT are struggling right now, but I I I have some faith in this roster. Still, they just have good players. I was kind of hoping we get a bigger number on this, get like a plus one twenty, plus one forty. I don't think we
2: wouldn't.
1: No money line action. (laughs) Don't think they could take them out.
0: I don't know, man. Like, so KT I think play tomorrow. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're gonna play tonight against uh, APK against APK. Yeah. So
0: we're recording this Wednesday night. Um, they play against APK, and I think they'll take care of business against APK. But
2: yeah, I don't uh, know. Okay, no, go ahead, go go good game. Ahead. No, I just think I don't like KT because I think I just don't like Bono. I don't. I think Bono just sucks, and he hasn't been playing <laughs> well, in my opinion. Like, like, and I, honestly, flawless on uh, just or any any juggler. I guess I guess and against Hanwell, not Hanwa. Sorry, KT is just always. I think. Just better, like just mechanically. It's not saying Bono and Malrang are bad. It's just that they just haven't looked that great. Malrong you... is a an exor-
0: Malrong is a game theory exercise, dude. Like <laughs> Malrong, Malrong literally is just like coin flipping. Yeah, like, Mal, Mal is playing like he takes. He, he's getting first blood every single game because no one else is willing to take the risk to do it, and he's getting first blood every game and. We saw this on Jin Air, right? We saw this on Jin Air. Where it's like, oh, they get first one. They have a six K gold lead. What do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> it's it's not that KT are that. I think KT have enough experience otherwise. But like, they played Ray in their last game. I, I don't think they I don't think they should be playing Ray or Malronk. They should just be playing Bono. If they play Sohwan Bono in the top side, the rest of the team is just going to randomly steal games from people, and that's what they should be doing. Yep. So. I mean, we're never going to get starting rosters, yada yada yada. We could go into that. That's a that, that's a that'll be the news topic for next week. We'll talk about that as an opening topic next yeah. week. Why the LCK doesn't release rosters or whatever, like the LPL. It's a good code, topic so. for next week. Uh, I think this is a good enough number to pay to, to lay the one and a half with Afrika. If there's was any more, I'd probably just abstain from the game. But I think this is a good enough number. Like Afrika probably two of this. Like I got a lot of respect for. K- I have more respect for people for KT than a lot of people do. But I would want to get a little more than plus hundred to take a game. I know that's greedy, but...
2: Yeah, Freaka's uh, starting to experiment with their team just a little bit, but they're... A... I hope they I mean... we You know, actually,
0: that's the line, right? That's the line of thinking, which is a Freaka look at this game and be like, oh, it's KT Rolster, whatever, we can yeah. win this game, and they they march out like one of their sub Maybe the KT... You know, I've talked myself into the KT 5. <laughs> There we go. That's Yo, what I like. by the see. way... I played this line of thinking. This is something I haven't done. I've been, I've been, I've been on record capping for two years now. <laughs> One thing I've never done is is account for substitutions that much. I will lighten a wager. Like, I'll take some weight off of a wager if I think subs are going to be involved. I've never been so committed that I go the other way and assume subs are involved. I am now assuming <laughs> subs will be involved with certain teams. And you can yeah. tell, right? You can tell by looking at how many teams play subs against whatever team it is. People are yep. playing subs against Hanwa. That's why Hanwa's gotten some wins. People are <laughs> playing subs against KT. People playing subs against APK. Do I think these teams are that bad? No, but they are the consensus bottom three. Yeah. And it looks like the LCK thinks the same way that we did, which gives <laughs> yeah. me some confirmation bias, which feels oh so good, right? But, you know, I've told myself, give me KT plus 1.5. They'll take a game.
4: There we go. They're gonna have a.
0: Few, they're gonna have a few days to prepare. Yeah, give me. Yeah, give me APK. Give me KT to take a game. Last game is Sunday. KT, uh Sandbox plus 110, Dan one ten. minus minus one fifty. People hate uh, on Sandbox
2: right now, but I think Dan1 will take care of business. You
0: think so? Finally, give me Dan1.
1: yeah. There's a bit of a rivalry here. Kind yeah. uh, came up at the same time, you know.
0: Yeah, this is like this is like the the the. I guess what is it? Twenty nineteen <laughs> summer.
1: The starters from the bottom now we're here, you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good, that's a good way to put it. Uh, give to give me Damon moneyline. I know people. Damon looked like a shit show; like they're not even trying right now. But like you saw the, the other day, they showed up and took care of business. So uh, yeah, I kind of like Damon. They just kind they just kind of came in and stomped KT. Like I, I think they're gonna. I think they had their reality check in getting killed by. They, they got killed by Genji in like forty seven minutes or something. So. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, in a, in a scaling meta, they got whooped on by Gen G in like forty eight <laughs> minutes. If that's not a wake up call, I don't know what is. That's not some cheese nonsense either. So, yeah, it looks like they came out of it because they they came out and just like completely shellacked KT Rolster. So, yeah, give me Danwon moneyline. I one fifty is like actually not bad. No, it's two hundred minimum, right? Even with Danwon performing badly. Yeah. Yeah, give me the money line there. That might be pick of the week. I might change my pick. That's another one. I have like 17 pick of the weeks this week.
1: So. Oh, yeah. We love we love some picks this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's it for Korea. Um, we, I guess we'll individually release stuff if they release odds on the LPL scrims. We don't know. There's are yeah, posted yet, yeah, uh, but I, I like doubt that. there's going to be anything because it's not in an official capacity. It's a LAN tournament. We're not betting Counter-Strike here. Not that I have a problem with betting Counter-Strike, but, you know a right, little right. bit sketchy sometimes. We did, have a, uh,
1: we did have YouTube comments asking uh, for my opinions on the upcoming Dream Hacks. So. Oh, yeah? yeah Sign-off sign topic. There we go. Yeah, we'll
0: a so, uh, LEC or L- NA next? What do you guys want to do? do, the do LEC, like? man.
1: Let's do LCS. L- 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 LCS sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> John's just bringing the heat tonight. All right. I'm All right, off, right, So, LEC has been my my Achilles heel this year. Uh, I'm I'm. I don't even, let me just pull it up real quick. I'm minus twenty one percent ROI on the LEC over three weeks now. Um, No I, I'm not doing good. Every time I think I have a favorite that's going to do well, they do bad. I've been good on dogs. My dogs have been pretty good. They've been barking, but the favorites have not been great. So Friday night or Friday morning e- afternoon. Jeez. My goodness! Friday afternoon, for those of us in the United States of America, <laughs> <laughs> we have Misfits minus one ten against Mad Lions minus one twenty five. The two teams I hate more than anything in Western League of Legends. We're
1: gonna we're gonna fight. There's gonna be a fight here.
0: Right, is there gonna be a fight? You, can you already tell? What, what side? You, so, what do you think I'm on?
1: Uh, it's not you. I already saw somebody's pick of the week. It's Calvin. I'm gonna fight with them. All
0: right, go! All right, here we go. Here we go, Calvin. Don't spoil the pick of oh, no, just you're gonna spoil the
2: pick of just saying. Well, just, okay, like, well it is here. it because you hate Febivin, or is it like the Misfits <laughs> are
1: done, Calvin. They're done. They're dignitas and they're done. They have they got their wins. Hard got, agree sort of. <laughs> they got their early wins and everyone's like, Oh, they're they're way better than we thought, but actually they were who you thought they were the whole time. <laughs> and now they're done. And the Mad Lions are gonna put a, a supreme beating on the misfits. Oh, Coming on the back of uh, the Misfits beating G two and the ideal time to bet against them, I'm all over the Mad Lions.
2: I think you did say this earlier that you're going to bet against Misfits. This I'm going to bet against the
1: other team that beat G two as well.
2: <laughs> I, am, all... I am not, but I have reasons for that.
1: Okay, I mean, yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm taking Mad in a, in a much less uh, angry capacity or yelling capacity. I'm taking Mad in this matchup. So. <laughs> This is wild.
0: This is like literally like, why did this mess up have to happen after Misfits take down G? Maybe I should just look at. No, this I like, like
1: that. Like, That's how I like that the most. Like That's maybe,
0: maybe I should look part. at this as a money making opportunity. Because my like,
1: trajectory for Mad this season is just up. Like I just get better and better and better, and steady Misfits growth. is steady decline. And Blue so chip I,
0: stock versus- I'm glad they
1: they're meeting right when I want them to meet, which is right after Misfits has just beaten G2.
0: So it's like you have the intersection point. Oh, my God. I can't use the camera. Yeah. The inter- <laughs> so, we <have> the- <laughs> so we have the intersection point, right? And then, like, a spike immediately afterwards for the team. that's that's like, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Fade. Fade alert. Auto, auto fade. I don't care what the odds are. Only oh, I'm, if are I'm a with team you.
1: That- Yeah, only if they're a team that you didn't think were going to get better. Like this is the best time to take misfits because I don't. think Mad Lions was Dignitas, yeah. Well, I think Misfits is Dignitas. I do too. What if
0: the roles are switched here? What if Mad Lions just beat G two and Misfits, you know, had like a one on one weekend? I don't care. Whatever.
1: At these same odds, I still probably take Mad. Yeah. Well, no. I'm saying
0: what would you? What would you cap this at if if Misfits?
1: Like, what do I think? What if? What
0: if Mad Lions just beat G two? I, this is a trick like, question.
1: It's like minus two hundred for Mad Lions if they beat G two. This last is a trick week.
0: question. I'm going to tell you why. Mm. And we talked <laughs> about right. this last week. Whoever beats G two, it doesn't matter. Mm. G two beat themselves.
1: Nobody beats G two. G two beat themselves. Just, like, the book would have put Mad at like minus two hundred if they were the exactly, ones G2 last week. Exactly, which is why, like,
0: I mean, look, uh, Mad have been my Kryptonite. I don't think I've gotten a single Mad Lions bet right this season. But, yeah, I, I've
1: been bad with them and misfits as well. But
0: dude, like the th- this seems free, Calvin. I know you. So why do you like misfits so much?
1: We scared him. He's gone. He's off the pod.
0: Classic, 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 classic. Uh, 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 <laughs> like, no. I... So why, why do you like them so much? Is forbidden
2: a leader of men? Yeah, I mean, he really is. To be honest. He, I'll give him credit. No, he has. No, he he's, is. He's been good this season. He's, he's been, been good. You know, he's been good and. I just don't think this – I don't know, man. Everyone – I feel like it's the opposite. I don't know if – I feel like – I don't know why I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like everyone's on uh, the Mad Lions because they're just young guys trying to, you know, represent, like, oh, like we're so you know – we're young, you know, we're cool, blah, blah, blah. We kicked everyone off of Splice, uh We're coming up, you know. And everyone meets Misfits so hard. And they – like I said, they're playing really well, same as Mad Lions. Maybe Mad Lions is a little bit cleaner. And I think this line is about right, just a little bit, but I think Misfits should be a favorite here. I think player for player, like, there's no one – like, no one stands out from both sides. It, they really don't. So, I would
1: like to have the top laner switched. As a person who's planning on betting Mad, I'd rather have Dan Dan than Orme. Like,
0: doesn't it feel a little bit like – this does feel like you should. This is so confusing because it's like I want to fade – like. I you know, I'm done. I'm done fading Mad Lions. I think they're they're ahead of schedule enough that we talked about this last week. That I'm just I'm done. I'm not touching these games anymore, except for this one. And I'm gonna say that like 15 more times. They don't even yeah, play 15 more games, but I'm gonna say that like th- this is ju- th- the spot's just too good. I know I said I was gonna quit Mad Lions. I know I did, but this spot's just too good, dude. I- Misfits have been playing well. I'm gonna give them credit for that. And and Bivin has really shut us up right
1: now uh, this is good though cuz we we don't disagree enough as a cast we got to start disagreeing more often and yeah. loud
0: we going to start playing devil's advocate
1: this we'll get weird. some more viewers, dude. That's how you get viewers. Dude, like, AP, APK,
0: APK is going to stomp it. No, I'm just
1: nah, you get the viewers by, Gelati says something's going to happen, and I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot, Gelati. And then no matter what happens, people are going to come in the comments, and they're, they're going to be like, see, Gelati, you are an idiot. Or they're going to be like, no, esports plus, dude, you're an
0: idiot. Dude, I've made a Twitter <laughs> career out of, out of being like, hardline stance on this. This is definitely going to happen. Immediately proven wrong. Follow, follow, <laughs> yeah. follow, 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 follow. Right?
3: Yeah, I got to tell this, really dude. Do. Like,
1: this. <laughs> we got to start disagreeing more often. We'll get some viewers. Dude, I'm telling you, like. I'll only if the LPL's back. Yeah, there whole, we go. Whole, whole. Yeah, bring the LPL back.
0: Up. Dude. I'm, I'm seeing if this line's moved because this, doesn't this look like a line that's like a magnet?
1: It feels like it should move somewhere. I'll say, I don't even necessarily think that it should move my way. I just think that it somebody, the people are going to want to bet this game. I'm, gonna, gonna
0: have, I'm checking a couple different places right now. I think feel like, I feel like people are going to bet med lines. That's all I think. That's why. Did it move a lot? I'm checking right now. Uh, Mad Lions up to minus 128 on nitrogen has not moved on Bet365. Let me take a look at one more spot. As not to bog this down. Anymore. The way you
1: responded, I thought it was going to be like actually Mad Lions is negative 1200 now. Let's <laughs> like, see. I thought you were.
0: And I don't see anything. Let's see if Pinnacle's got anything. Pinnacle, a a line setting book. <laughs> We could talk about that. That that's actually an interesting topic too. We could talk about that at some point too. Yeah, we should how, talk about that. Next how like some some list. books? Some books are looking for the information, versus other books are looking for your You're money. Just copying your the money. They're just looking for your money, and they just everything <laughs> up. Let's see if Pinnacle has anything. We have. All right, LEC. Pinnacle has this at v- much closer to even money expected from Pinnacle. Uh, they have Misfits favored.
1: There we go. See?
0: A minus 115.
1: Now we got a real burn burner for the cast here.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Money, money, money. Yeah. They have Misfits minus 115. Mad Lions 106. So you guys are choice. welcome
1: for all this drama and tension that I brought.
0: Weirdly, weirdly, Mad Lions favored in the kill total.
1: So they just expect misfits to like lose, lose the, like, uh, lose, lose, like a lose
0: the kill battle. They're gonna lose that. like a. T- they're gonna win in a twelve to fourteen game.
1: This is what I love when they're right. Like Mad like smashes the early game, and then like misfits backdoors the nexus, and pinnacle's just like right on.
0: <laughs> I love what that. The, is. the pre-middle. Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah weird, weird, weird flex, but okay. So yeah, this game. Hot, probably the most hotly contested I like a couple other games on the slate but this one I think was going to get the most conversation so I'm glad we took some time on it I, yeah. I'm on mad John's on mad Calvin you're on Misfits
1: yes he's got his pick of the
0: week spoiler alert geez. Um oh, okay. next up we have whew, this one's fascinating we have Vitality plus 110 against one 17 minus 150
1: Give me all the Cabochard, baby! Give me all the Cabochard.
2: This is look. Uh, this vitality's weak. I'm, I'm on the Schalke train right here. Oh, here we go. Listen, listen. I dude, like yeah.
0: Schalke. I'm weird. I'm now. I'm agreeing with Calvin. Like, this is, <laughs> so, here's the thing. I like Schalke to win this match. I can't convince myself to lay 150 for them to win this match. Which, maybe, is an indication that I should just take Vitality? I don't know. Like, I'm staying away from this game. I looked at this, and my first glance over the slate was like, holy shit, Shalka's like a small favorite against Vitality. Like, get out of here, I'll take that. And then I was like, uh. I don't know if you guys want to mention the, uh. Oh, we already did. We mentioned the NX point, right? Yeah, we mentioned the NX point already. NX is the highest priced player on the yeah. DraftKings slate after Forgiving gets benched. Oh, that's perfect. So, I don't know, man. I want I want to pick Shalka's going to win this game. I'm not laying one fifty. I don't trust the team enough yet. I should. I was on Team Shalka forever, and I just can't do it, dude. I can't do it.
1: I'm On Vitality,
0: hard. You're, you're oh, you're in on Vitality. This is oh, just yeah. like
1: a light dabble. No, I, I changed my pick of the week. My original pick of the Your week. Pick of the week is you're doing pick of the week on Vitality, dude. Not even just that. Not even just that. Look at my pick of the week. It's even better. My pick of the week was Vitality against Shalke. Yo! All right, yo, yo. This... Step further. This is... I actually like this more because the value is better. I'm taking the double Vitality parlay. I think they're not only going to win on Friday. I think they're going to win on Saturday
0: as well. Oh I was, God. Dude, I actually love, I love them on Saturday. See, to me, Saturday... I, I treat Shalke as better than SK. Maybe I shouldn't be. But... I, I like that selection a lot. That's oh a yeah! One. Spoiler alert. We'll get, we'll, we'll get to that. Shalka, I'm maybe I should take Vitality.
1: Vitality has been I, for me just to give people some actual things instead of just memeing and laughing. Uh, <laughs> Vitality has <laughs> been about as good for me in their games as the other bottom teams. Like they've been about as good as SK as far as I'm concerned. They've been as good or better than Shalka as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they're
0: not clearly the worst team.
1: So, yeah, so for me, they're being, like, really undervalued by being considered clearly the worst team versus the other two teams that I think are right about on their level. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Switching from Jack Troll, I actually liked Steelback as a support in the EU Masters when I was watching him. He was maybe a little overzealous in his first week playing in the LCS. I mean, he's played in the LCS before, but in his first week back, I think he was a little overzealous. I like them to look better this weekend and not better like they're going to be in the playoffs competing for a championship. But if they're even just a little bit better, then I think they're better than Chalk and SK.
0: If they go from, like, a 70 to a 75 overall, they're yeah, then better.
1: I think, yeah, then I think they're about as good or better than those two teams. And so I think this is a great spot to take them at a double dog. I
0: like the double dog play. Ugh. I'm just going to throw a quarter. I'm going to throw a quarter on that for sure. I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm going to lose a quarter, but that's okay. <laughs> it's, worth, it's worth it. The payoff is worth it. Because that's the thing, like, I could totally see that happening. Yeah, I think like, the odds look, of that happening are, are way more than the odds you're going to get on it.
1: I think Shalka is better than SK. Okay, so let's just ignore the SK matchup and just talk about the Schalke matchup because that's yeah. what we're on anyway. So in the top lane, one of Schalke's strengths that makes me think that they are gonna that they could make a comeback here is Oduwamne. Oduwamne is going to play against Cabochard, and I don't think Oduwamne is better than Cabochard by like, any stretch. So really what Schalke's got going for them, for me, is just Abadage. That's where they're... Like, where they think they have a clear advantage over yeah. Vitality. And that's if it it's says really, that it's really just Abadage. So, unless Abadage, like, takes over, I think it's a fairly 50 50 ish matchup. So, I'll take the dog. It's
0: right, so the same logic I used for, um, what's it called? Uh,
1: Dragon X and GenG? Yeah,
0: it was the same logic where it's like these teams are pretty even. And it's, it's a little weirder to looking at it in terms of, like, okay, like, these are two good teams that are close to even versus these are two bad teams that are close to even, but you shouldn't treat them differently. The only thing you should treat differently is like, okay, like if this was a series and a meta consideration or something, but there's not. There's not really I think everybody is finally coming around to the fact that stop trying to race the meta game. Like stop yeah. trying to go underneath it. Everyone understands, just handshake and it'll be coin flip. So I, I totally get the, the the vitality angle on this. Like I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I'm actually. I actually thought about that as my pick of the week. (laughs) I don't know. You see, I wrote it down here. Like I put it down here.
3: Oh yeah, I did.
0: I actually wrote that down for the podcast. So yeah, skipping ahead to Saturday. Let's let's finish up Friday. Excel plus three thirty three. G two minus five hundred. Everyone's gonna. I kind of hope people pile on Excel. Not touching Excel. I'm not either. I like (laughs) Excel, but G two coming off of two losses. That's they're gonna win this game in sixteen minutes.
1: You know a bet I wish I could make so bad? <laughs> There's a bet I really Game want to time make. Under. I, wish, I wish you could create your own bets on there. Yanko's playing Sewanee Su- this weekend. I'm, like, so confident that Yanko's going to play Sewanee this weekend. Yeah, they yeah. always meme about how he hates Sewanee, and now it's back in the meta, and they went O two. 2 There's no way they're not, like, put him back on a tank. He's just going to
0: play Sages, like, 100% he's yeah. play Like, no way. <laughs> I-, I agree with you. Like... I, want I actually feel kind of bad for Excel because this is a spot where, like, if this was, like, a normal week, I would take a shot on Excel. hmm Like, if G2 went 2-0 last week, like, everyone expected. Honestly, if G2 won on, sa- or won on Friday, lost on Saturday, or no, if they won on Friday, or lost on Friday, won on Saturday, I would honestly think about taking a shot on Excel because I think Excel's a pretty good team.
1: I do, too. And I think
0: the metagame is, like I said, very coin-flippy. I would take a shot on Excel here. But the fact that G2 lost this, they're going to be, like, full try-hard mode on this, and there's n- I don't know. So wh- what's the counter-argument? The counter-argument is the, oh, Spring Split doesn't matter.
1: Maybe G2's lost it. That's the counter-argument. They lost two games in a row. Maybe it, they're dude. just bad. Maybe they're just bad now, Gelati. Oh, Can you they, prove it?
0: Ter- Can you prove terrible. beyond a shadow of a doubt they're not You know what? That listen, if, if G2 is bad, I will G2. take all of your money. If you don't have pure evidence. I will take all of the money against G2 winning Spring.
2: Uh, caps just sucks. Oh my god, get out of here, dude! He's get wild. out of here! Oh my god, he yeah. had like three bad games. He's, he's been playing bad.
0: He had like two mediocre games and a bad he's, game, dude. He's washed. He'll be out yeah. next week. You guys are—they're gonna bring in forgiven. You guys are mean. They're memes. gonna bring in
2: forgiven. They're done
0: with him. We're, we're <laughs> gonna move. We're gonna move on for the sake of keeping <laughs> this podcast at least somewhat civilized. <laughs> Not that we give a single shit about that, but it's great.
1: That'd be the Rogue. greatest roster move ever. This, by the way, I the love
0: the Europe slate this week because I like this one too. Rogue plus 175, Fnatic minus 250. Give me Rogue. Why is Rogue a dog by this much? I'm not with you. Really? <laughs> Dude, really what I is going on? Everybody. This is like bizarro week. All right, so why why Fnatic?
1: Okay, I think Rogue is the reverse fly quest. I think, I think Rogue is playing the worst way you can play. And they're only succeeding because they have a lot of talent on their team. Talent,
0: yeah,
1: Rogue is like the Rogue is the T1. Least... Rogue is T1, dude. No, they're they're like the least bloody team in the LEC. They're playing all their games super conservatively. I, I think they're playing bad, and they just have pretty darn good players.
0: Mm-hmm. I like Fnatic. So you don't think they're like T1? You don't think it's a draft no. issue? You think they're just playing badly?
1: I think they're just – they're not playing I, – I, I i struggle to say badly, but its they're playing very conservatively, which I don't think is the, the correct way. Yeah. Right. But I think it is
0: the correct way to play right now. Uh, I, I think – see, like I think, you, you, think what Hamas, you think what Hamwa is doing is correct, more correct. I think it's great for – as an underdog to throw curveballs like that. Over the course of a big sample size, I don't think it's correct.
1: I think if you're if what you're saying about the like, and I believe that it's true. If what you're saying is true about the first person to make a big mistake loses the game, and you can continue to throw these attacks at people, and then it's you're more likely to make your opponent make the first mistake by th- throwing these kinds of attacks and
0: out. And G
2: two are good at that. I And that's that. what I think. And that's what
1: I think. Flyquest is doing well, and Rogue is not doing it at all. And so I, I like. Uh, a team like Fnatic over
2: yeah, a team. The like a thing player. is is like when you compare to Hanwa in their league and then Rogue in like the L E C it's like L C K plays slow enough and Hanwa's playing at a very pretty fast pace. And L E C is like the exact opposite. I think Rogue's playing slow in a pretty fast paced uh region. So I don't know. I d I don't it's not gonna work against a team like Fnatic though. But like we say if you have Hanwa going against like other teams who play try to scale for like Two hundred hours, then they're gonna lose. <laughs> Dude,
0: so. you guys are gonna make me change my pick to Rogue just to take a stance on this game, just to pull ahead of the pack. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to ignore the clients for a week just to prove myself to you, gentlemen. Like, I, love, I love
1: that I'm just battling everyone this week. I it's like not... it.
0: No, it's good. Like, uh, so even if you think that's the case, do you think Fnatic should be minus two fifty against this team?
1: Honestly, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna bet Fnatic.
2: I'm just not gonna bet. Rogue. You're just
1: not gonna bet Rogue. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. So Cal, what do you? probably minus 200. <laughs> what? If you give yeah. me if
0: you give me plus 150 on Rogue, I'm taking plus 150 on Rogue too.
2: What okay, what if it's like minus 125 Fnatic? Would you bet that? No. Wow, really? I would I would yeah. definitely bet Fnatic minus 125. Oh my god. I would How be on that?
0: Fnatic at minus 125.
1: That's what I mean. That's
0: what he's oh, he yeah, yeah. Cuz yeah. like minus 125 is is what like 53% or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I he said
1: I, if Fnatic is minus 125, would you bet him and you were like no.
0: Minus 125. Oh, sorry. Yeah, minus 135 is 55%. I think this is a 55-45 matchup. So I think I'd probably take Fnatic at that point. Okay. But like, 55-45 matchup and best of one. Compact that down a couple percent to 50-50 because it's best of one. And you never know.
1: Depends if your 55 and your 45 yeah. look like an 80 and a 20. Like
0: Yeah, exactly. So you guys think this is closer to like a 65-35, right?
1: I think it's closer to like a 70-30.
0: You think it's closer to a 70-30, dude? Yeah, for I, think Fnatic's
1: like, I think Fnatic's going to Torch Rogue.
0: Okay. If, if you think Fnatic, do you think this is actually a
1: 70-30? I really do.
0: You actually do? Yeah. Calvin, do you think it's a 70-30 or are you not as extreme as John is? <laughs> Sixty forty. 60-40. Okay. Way to, way, to, way to middle of that. Good good play. Good play. Smart. I like it, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm on Rogue here. Give me Rogue. It's not going to be for much. It's going to be probably like a half unit. I think Rogue's a good team. This I think Fnatic is also viewed, a good team.
1: Our most viewed episode ever. <laughs> we'll see.
0: Uh, you know it's not going to be the most viewed game ever? <laughs> Origin, you know, See, I, I'm great at Transitional Material too. Get me Sign me up. Give me the ad reads. I'm in. I'll do it. Let's go. That's why you're on the podcast right <laughs> here. <laughs> MC Gelati, right? So we have Origin minus 600, SK Gaming plus 350. Get at it. I don't want anything to do. I'm all
1: game. over SK. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, are you, are you for real right now? They're due for a win. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, not, blah, blah, blah. Origin take this game off while they're looking ahead to Fnatic tomorrow. That's the actual angle if you're going to take it. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not betting that game. No,
2: no yeah, way. Origin's no or pretty good. Yeah, get out of here.
0: Uh, <laughs> would you lay 600?
2: No. No. <laughs>
0: no <it's hurt>. no <laughs> Not in a best true. of one. In a best of three I would. I would actually put six hundred down to win a hundred. In a best of three. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not In the a best thing. of one, I wouldn't. Saturday. Excel minus two hundred against Shawka plus one fifty. Any believers in highest paid DFS player in X.
1: <laughs> no.
0: No? I'm no. give me dude, give me XL. I'm actually gonna lay the two hundred with yeah. Excel here.
1: I like a, I like Excel a lot, and a small shout out to something else going on. Excel has been one of the most valuable commodities in the season long, where everybody grabbed up the teams we all expected to win a bunch of games. The Cloud Nines, the TSMs, the TLs. Excel has been one of the most valuable commodities, having players from a second tier team that nobody grabbed too early. That you could pick up in those later rounds. They've been uh, they've been carrying me in the season long. So thank I, you. Excel. I have
0: I have no shares in Excel. And I, it. I have two of them. <laughs> yeah, there's, gonna...
1: there's another guy that has two as well. And they've been uh, helping us immensely.
0: I see you dropped Forgiven.
1: Yeah. I and thought, he was an early... about adding it. A... By the way, you drafted Forgiven a pick ahead of me. Because yeah, like, my mind was there. He was pretty early, man. He was like third or fourth round. Oh, that hurts. Go ahead.
0: Anyway. Give me Excel. Cal, are you on Chalka here or just passing?
2: I'm passing on this. I mean, I will. guess no. I guess I mean Excel should win, but I don't think. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: I'm probably yeah. Sixty six percent. Yeah. No. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. So you, it's Who a test for you. Give me Excel. I'm 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 a fan of Team Young Buck, dude. I'm I'm in. Here's another one. All right. Yeah. Can we talk about this? Because this seems wrong. This is gonna be a test of your your theory about the previous match, John. We have Misfits, minus 110, Rogue, minus 125. Misfits, a part of two minus 110, minus 125 matchups this weekend. Hashtag too much juice. Hashtag let's go eSports. Get bigger so we don't have to deal with this. So we can be better at it and make more money.
2: John loves Rogue, and you know Rogue sucks because they can't play the game right.
1: So so Rogue Rogue can't (laughs) play the game right. I'm betting Rogue against Mr. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, there's no <laughs> way you're not, right? Like, there's no way.
0: There's no way in hell he wasn't going to. like. Yeah,
1: minus 125, yeah, for sure.
0: Like, so, are we still in the same camp? So, like, let, let's let's do our short version tier list for Europe. John, what's your short version tier list for Europe? Go.
1: Uh, G2's have- the best. And then there's Fnatic. And then Origin and Fnatic are right about next to each other. Then you got XL and Rogue. Somewhere right about near each other. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, Jesus. No, Mad is great. maybe like slightly below them. And then the bottom is clearly Shalika Vitality. Um, SK. SK. That's what I'm missing. Shalika Vitality SK. Right. With mis- Misfits in between the bottom three and the group that's above them. So I'm seeing S tier
0: G2, A tier yeah. Fnatic in their own tier.
1: I got Origin with them.
0: All right, so you have Origin and Fnatic A tier. Yeah. Sh- uh, Rogue and Excel.
1: Yeah, Rogue or yeah.
0: like A minus tier. Are they closer to the? Uh,
1: they're probably a full tier below. Okay, so B tier,
0: and then everyone else is C tier.
1: Well, Mad is is in the middle.
0: Oh, Mad is like B minus.
1: Yeah, and then we C-plus. got and then Misfits, and then their Misfits are only above the bottom three teams okay. and only just play. Like... right. So
0: you have like so you have like uh, lines is like B minus, Misfits is like C plus, and then everyone else is C or lower. Yeah, that's okay, about right. Got it, Calvin. What about you?
2: G2, and then Fnatic Origin, uh, XL, Misfits, Mad. What about Rogue, bro? And probably Rogue in that tier. What? I'm gonna skip the C tier. <laughs> I'm gonna skip the C tier and put uh, Shalka there. Actually, don't. No. Yeah, I'm gonna skip to C tier and go to D tier. Put Excel in the D tier, and then I'm gonna up to F tier.
0: Okay, there we go. All right, so you you don't put Rogue in the same conversation as Excel.
1: Did we get Rogue as a sponsor this week, and you didn't tell me?
0: No, we didn't.
1: <laughs>
0: Still sponsor free. Independ, independent <laughs> podcast. Hashtag support your small business. <laughs> um, dude, you seriously don't think Rogue is better than? You don't think Rogue's on the same level as Excel? Calvin? That's what I uh, All right, <laughs> I have the same exact tier list as John, where I think it's like G two, then Fnatic and Origin, then Excel and Rogue, and then bleh. like Mad Lions is sixth, and then the rest. And it's only because I think Mad Lions will get better as the course of the season, over the course of the season. So, dude, give me Rogue here, slam dunk. This should be minus one fifty or higher. Wow. Dude, you don't think so? Are you on Misfits here? Yeah, I'm missing? on Misfits. You're on Misfits against Rogue.
2: Yeah, get I out of you, here, right. dude. I
0: have, I have, I have. You're Misfits not even getting like plus it. money on it.
1: That's fine. I dig it. It's I closer. dig it.
0: It's All, close right. Enough. All right. All right. We are really clashing over Europe. This is crazy. and I feel like is going to be hella boring after this, right? So the next game is SK minus 150. Why the hell is SK favored by 150 over anybody against Vitality plus 110? Give me Vitality. I'm with this. I actually wrote this yep. down as a potential pick of the week. It just felt really terrible. You know, that was my specialty last year was bad teams. Bad team pick of the weeks. If you look at like yep. last year's podcast, like my pick of the week was like the bottom three teams a lot of the time. So... I like Vitality here, give me Vitality. This is even money. Vitality's been bad. I think SK's slightly better, but the SK shouldn't be favored against anybody, period. That's the that's the that's the end all be all here. Take the plus money. Origin, minus one ten, Fnatic minus minus one twenty five. Dude. If this was plus money on Origin, I'd take it as double double favorite juice, I'd p pa- i would
1: pass. Exactly how I feel. Yeah. If, if Origin was the was a real dog, I, I would bet Origin, but given that it's like this, I think I'm just going to popcorn match it.
0: I also think stylistically, Fnatic is a particularly tough matchup for Origin, yeah. just like the way they play. We've talked about this before, where their... Origin are... If you play by the rules, like the, the agreed-upon rules in the meta game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Origin are an excellent team. Uh, they're arguably as good as Fnatic, but Fnatic are just like question and fanatic are like they're like rapid fire quizo, right where it's yeah. like okay like i'm gonna ask a question i'm gonna ask a question i'm gonna ask a question you miss on two of them we win right that's yeah. so it's just like the way they play is like real chaotic book has a really weird champion pool so they'll just play some weird shit and i, I don't know pass popcorn game I agree with John. last game in europe for the weekend saturday afternoon mad lions plus 250 against the 1 and only G2 esports minus 350. Is this another fade G2 spot? No. Is G2 just going to little brother the hell out of this? Like there's like this I don't
1: know. I don't know how many times I to tell you plebs the cycle. The cycle. <laughs> Here
0: we go. We need we need a graphic designer to do or little... we cycle. need to do like a, a purposely shitty MS Paint job.
1: Somebody's in this
0: after the cast.
1: We are back at Maximum Smash everyone point of the cycle. <laughs> Okay, we, it's the Ferris wheel of finished, trolling. We just finished maximum trolling and lose, and now we are back on maximum smash everyone. And I will not be betting against G two this weekend at all. And
0: then next week they'll like smash everyone, but there might be like a question. And the week after they'll smash everyone, but there's gonna be like a bunch of questions. And then they're gonna troll the week <laughs> after.
1: The so fourth like we're week of the at the like cycle a, is Rangar support. Yeah, and we're, looking like seven, we're looking at like a week
0: seven. We're looking at like a week seven refade G two cycle, a right? Week? Like that's the. <laughs>
1: Week game two of week eight or game one of week nine. That's where we're getting. That's where we're getting the premium Rangar support. And that's, <laughs> that, that's where we switch over.
0: Just out of curiosity, I'm going to take a look at the first match in week eight. <laughs> so first match in week eight, they play against. Rogue. No second match. Ro- second. Oh, second match. second match. They play against week Rogue eight. in the first match, and they play against Excel.
1: Give me all the Excel <laughs> in yes. game two week eight pre pick of the week. And then uh,
0: week nine we have
1: Shaka again. <laughs> Shaka goes
0: five oh, wins I'm over gonna. the course of the season. and Beats G two twice. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Oh, uh, if you if you're a fan of Mad, if you think Mad is better than we think Mad is, then take a shot here. 250 is pretty good. But no, I'm I'm good. I'll pass.
1: Yep, it's NA time as far as I'm concerned. N-A-L-C-S.
0: Dude, what is going on in NA? These numbers are so off. We're going <laughs> to... Yeah, we're going to talk
1: 100 about 100
0: Thieves plus 150, TSM minus 200. Lay the chalk. Give me TSM.
1: Yep, I'm taking TSM. Their, their match against FlyQuest was concerning, but 100 Thieves is not FlyQuest.
0: Yeah, but FlyQuest is, like,
1: good. Or Fly... yeah, that's so, I mean.
0: FlyQuest... Right, let me put it this way. FlyQuest isn't great.
1: But no, FlyQuest
0: draft and play the game like a good team plays the game. They just don't have the talent. But they have one talented player. So they're in like this weird space where like they're not a good team. They're, they're not a, a mediocre team. They're a good team. But they're not a great team. TSM can lose to a team like that. Most teams can lose to a team like that every once in a while. TSM minus 200. Calvin, you're on 100 Thieves, aren't you? You jerk. No. Nope.
2: No? Uh-huh.
0: Are you laying that's, 200 with TSM?
2: No. Uh, TSM should win. Uh, I don't know. I somehow, I feel like some Someday might just get, like, a pick, like a champion pick that he wants They ban Broken Blade, and then some, Someday, and then Cody Sun carry the game somehow. Someday so, could just
0: be, like, step down, Son, on, on Broken Blade. Like, yeah. That's certainly so, a possibility. That, that's the spoke, way of no. teams this game to me, is Someday just says, like, get on yeah. my back. Everybody yeah. get on a diet plan, lose some weight, I'm going to hard carry this game, right? I don't know. I'm not buying it. Give me TSM minus 200. This should be a bigger favorite. Even in a best of one. That's me laying 200 in a best of one. I'll do it. CLG plus 500 against Cloud9. Minus 900. Are we... Plus Do plus 500? Is this yeah. like, bet like a fifth of a unit to win a unit? Kind of yeah, like I'm, situation?
1: I'm in on CLG versus Cloud9 at plus 500 for sure.
0: Especially yep. with... So, this is – it's going to be probably the second game of the week. They, they can flex the schedule in NA now, so it's a little different. Probably the second game of the week. New week. New, CL, new CLG, maybe. We don't know. Like, is this just like throwing a quarter on the unknown? Like, that's what it looks like to me. Like, maybe Pobelter is just like, look, I'm playing for a job now. And he's like out of his mind good. And CLG – this is – Factoring in that CLG is what they were before, and there's a very good chance that they're at least improved with Poe Belter, even if it's just from a psychological standpoint. Like this is just I
1: like I definitely think they'll be improved with Poe Belter, and that's 100 plus Plus 500. I don't, I'm trying to think of who I wouldn't take against. This is just like this is just like
0: a blind, a blind. I think yeah, I, a blind. I would take anybody, moment, right? Yeah, like that. That's that's why I'm with it. Like this is not going to be a pick of the week bet. But this is like a quarter unit. Like, give me a taste of, yeah. you know, Cloud Nine letdown spot, right? Makes right. sense.
1: I mean, they're gonna lose. They're gonna yeah, lose they're games. Gonna, yeah, hundred percent. Are, yeah, they, gonna lose, are they gonna lose?
0: They're it. gonna. Do you think? What are the odds that you think Cloud Nine loses a game this weekend? Like percent chance? A this game weekend? this weekend. What are they gonna man? be ten to be 10 and 0 after this? Well, let me rephrase that. What are the odds they go 10-0 after this weekend?
1: Seventy percent.
0: You think seventy percent?
1: I think it's like fifty to sixty percent. I think they are they should still be favored in their matchups, but no one should be plus five hundred.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So if you think it's like fifty fifty, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's like roughly fifty percent chance that they end the weekend undefeated.
0: I'm Maybe gonna take I'm gonna have a taste of CLG and Immortals this weekend. Spoiler alert, that's their next match is immortals on Sunday. Um, I'm gonna have like probably a half unit on both and hope to hit one of them, because I, I really do think one of them are going to hit. I think Immortals actually is, has a pretty good chance to hit, cause they look pretty good. Um, Yeah, like, t- this, just out of control, right? Seals, you look like a train wreck, but sometimes you just need a change of pace and everyone's attitude improves, and they're not pre-tilted and all this stuff, so. Another match is one of my favorites this week. I almost made it my pick of the week, which is Dignitas minus 163. Against Immortals, plus 120. This is just Ooh. preseason rankings. This is just in... preseason rankings, like, the game.
1: I'm very interested in, w- in exactly where you're at on this matchup.
0: So, look, I think Dignitas is a better team. Because I think Immortals is being overrated right now. I think. Do we agree there? I think Immortals are being propped up by their record. They're not as good as their record. They've benefited a lot from this metagame, which I'll give them credit for. Because they understand the metagame. Right, they understand what you're supposed to be doing, but they are being propped up by catching some. Like they've had some, they've had a pretty easy schedule too. Like I don't think they faced, they faced like one good team. Right, I'm pulling this up right now. I remember writing on this, which is the only reason I'm bringing it up. Immortals have faced, Immortals defeated Hundred Thieves, lost to Cloud Nine, defeated CLG, a bad CLG, by the way. Yeah, Look, going into Thieves. this season, the schedule looked hard. It's not as hard as it looked, right? Beat 100 Thieves, lost to Cloud9, beat CLG, lost to Evil Geniuses, lost to FlyQuest, beat Golden Guardians, beat Team Liquid, beat TSM. I think this is being propped up by the fact that they beat TSM and Team Liquid. But you got to remember, those preseason rankings and power ratings are going to affect this number in a way that... It's overrating those wins a little bit when clearly Liquid has not been what they are. CLG has not been what we thought they were. TSM, they beat TSM, I believe, in week one when TSM was like, I don't know how much you want to read into them being sick or whatever, but they were, you know, they claimed to be sick. And Immortals beat them in week one on Sunday in week one when TSM was clearly not themselves because they immediately turned it around the next week, right? I think Immortals are way, way overrated, but I also think Dignitas are also way, way overrated. So I think these are two teams that don't look the same, but are both overrated teams. Give me the dog.
1: I'm all right, I'm, I'm all right with that. I'm not sure if I'm going to bet this game or not yet. These are both, I'm with you in the sense that I think both the teams are being overrated. Uh, minus 163 for Dignitas feels way out of reach to me. Plus 120 feels playable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like who's the best player? I'll just ask you who who's the best player, individual player in this series. This is another angle I like to take in these kind of spots where I think there's two even teams.
1: Either Froggen or Smithy, I think.
0: Oh, Xmithy. Are you ready to eat Crow and Xmithy yet?
1: There's a reasonable chance that it's John's son, to be honest with you. But
0: are you ready to eat Crow and Xmithy yet? 'Cause I know you were shit talking Smithy before we all agree no, I mean, we all agreed Brox was an upgrade.
1: I'm not saying I mean, that. There's not very many matches where X could be considered maybe the best player, but this is one of them. Yeah.
2: But well, X hasn't been bad at all. He's been, been, uh, been like, yeah, he has been good. I know yeah, what's um, it called. Um I mean,
1: He was pretty good until he was up against the legend Santorin who just <laughs> I'm a new asshole for the entire put I mean, him
0: in the dumpster took him out back <laughs> kicking and screaming he's like ah. just because he
1: killed Broxa one time because his support wards for him everyone all of a sudden X Smithy's a god I don't know dude
0: X Smithy's the best player in this game X Smithy's been arguably the best jungler in N a and that's that's including blabber I think blabber they were talking uh, did you see the the segment they did with crumbs on the analyst desk where they were like power ranking the positions they power ranked the junglers and crumbs had had X Smithy at number one that's not crumb, just, I know, not just because it was all boys, no, club, but he crumb. had some good points about it. He was like, it's really easy, especially consider 10-1 and 10-2. I think Closer might be
1: the best jungler. He
0: had he had Closer number two, I think. Or no, he that might have Closer 1x with E2. I know he had the two of those guys at the top. He was not buying Blabber because he thinks Blabber is benefiting from lanes and drafting that just way benefits his team, and he doesn't need to do anything. All I he needs to team- do is not lose his team in the game.
1: I think my two favorite junglers so far have been closer in Santorin, but smithy has been solid. smithy has been really solid.
0: Like, yeah, I think closer. I think we've, we're all impressed with we we all like entertained the possibility. Like, we honestly, I think we all thought he would be pretty good.
1: I had Golden Guardians power ranked fifth coming into the season. Yeah, that was I thought they were very I good. I had
0: them. Those way higher than I had them. But I don't know what I had. I also had. I don't know if you remember my NA power rankings, which were these four teams and then <laughs> bleh, just an amoeba. I don't know. Like anything could happen. And it turns out anything is happening. Closer's Kl- been great. He's been really impressive. I, I don't. He's not a rookie, obviously, but he's been like the new player of the split, right? Like I think he's outperformed yeah. like, Destiny and Ryoma and like all these other new players. Like by I think he the should.
1: Down. He should win rookie of the split since he's from another league. Yeah. But uh, him and Johnson have probably been.
0: Yeah, the Johnson's two been pretty yeah. good too. But like I think Johnson again, like that team. Frog in one lane. Frog wins game. How much of that was Johnson's responsibility, right? Yeah, no, I think good Cl- good. Closer has been really, really good. So, yep,
1: uh, I agree.
0: Anyway, give me Immortals plus one twenty. Speaking of Closer, any thoughts? On, uh, any last thoughts on Dignitas Immortals? Are we all on Immortals?
2: Yes.
1: All right. Yeah, I'm not going to bet Dignitas for sure. Um,
0: speaking of Closer, uh, Golden Guardians plus one twenty five. <laughs> I guess John, you're so conflicted here. Flyquest <laughs> minus one seventy five. Is it time? <laughs> Is it time to fade the boys in green and yellow?
1: And yeah. this is a this is a tough one cuz I something tells me this might be the weekend where you start fading FlyQuest. They they're probably about as highly rated as they're ever going to be as far as like a betting institution goes. At the same time, I just really don't see anybody else playing the game as well as them like I said. I think I'm just not going to bet this one. Because I do think Golden Guardians is on the come-up. I do think FlyQuest is going to fall off from where they're at right now. I'm not sure they're intersecting at the right point for me to want to bet the Guardians here.
0: This To me, this is like the NA version of like the Mad Lions situation. Except mm-hmm. I don't think that FlyQuest are steadily going to improve. I think they just are what they are. Which is good. I like that Fly, teams like FlyQuest exist because they check the region.
1: Oh, I think they're going to look worse and worse as the season goes along. Yeah, You think they're a playoff team? Yeah, I think they make the playoffs. Uh, they have a good shot to go 2-0 this week from their matchups. And so that would like get pretty close to locking them into the playoffs. It's not going to lock them, but it'd be close. Yeah, all they need to do is go like, you know, 3 and 6 or whatever the rest of the way or whatever, Yeah, know, I mean, they're they're 5 and 3. So if they win the two this weekend, it's 7 and 3. I mean, you know, you don't need much better than that to make the playoffs. Oh, and then they're going to be so juicy to fade next week if that happens. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> Is this the Agreed. week though like I'm not I sure. I'm, it feels maybe a little too early for me on this one.
2: As I, long I, as Keith can get Thresh, we'll be okay. As long I as Keith Kobe. doesn't feed? Is that what it yeah. is? Well, I mean, dude, like I feel like a lot of ADC mains can only play a Thresh, so...
1: You have to be impressed with, like, not only did FlyQuest win their last game, they drafted, like, a composition that never wins in North America. I don't even remember what it was exactly, but it was, like, some Lucian early game trash comp that never wins in North America, and... They just went ahead and beat TSM. I will say Lucian is not the
0: only early game champion that he used to be because he's just a carry that cannot get eaten alive by all the AoE right now. So, like, if he's just a carry dealing damage, he's basically a carry. Like, he's not, like, a hyper carry, but he's, you know, pretty close to it. He's not a Philios. You he's like misfortune. You trade misfortune's AOE damage and then she dies for Lucian's like ability to consistently deal damage while living. Like that's the trade-off. So I don't know. He's kind of in a weird spot, uh, dude. I w- I want to take hundred. Like I want to take Golden Guardians here, but I still think Flak is in a good spot. I do think Golden Guardians will come out. I do think Flat I agree with all those points, which is why I think we just passed this game. This is like yeah. a classic stay away spot, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's where I end
0: up on it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I was hoping to get some more value, but if it's not there, don't force it. You know. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We have Liquid minus two twenty five. Eg plus one sixty two. Man, oh man, do I want to take Eg here? But I can't help but think Liquid are going to get their shit together, right? I
1: I encourage all the listeners. This is the this is the hold on week for Eg, like you mentioned earlier. We're about to get some real sweet spots to bet on EG, but not yet.
0: Don't force it. Not
1: Don't yet. It. It's coming.
0: We're joined. Plus
1: 225 against yep. CLG next week or something. Uh,
0: joining us on the line, on the line, on the interwebs, is Chris Chung at Prime LOL, hopping in for oh, the shit, uh, end of the NA L- LCS segment. Looks like he caught oh. up on his work. What's up, Chris?
4: Oh, I am so dead tired. So we actually zoom through today, then.
0: Chris, I oh, figured
4: we'd get, get to LCS by this time.
1: Chris,
0: we're gonna we're,
4: we're,
1: two hours. Chris,
0: we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna rapid fire Saturday's LCS late for you. Hundred Thieves, TSM.
4: Uh, TSM.
0: Do you think? Wh- give me a percent on TSM.
4: some uh, recent form to get taken, maybe sixty-five, thirty-five.
0: <laughs> pretty close it's pretty close lines of 66 so we're good
2: yeah, that's that right <laughs> pretty
0: yeah. good all right clg cloud nine
4: cloud nine easy i mean what if I, get off off to? Was,
1: what if I told you clg was plus 500 prime does that move you over
0: <laughs> pro belter is
1: starting
4: i don't know i like We've taken like much better odds with a one-sided type of matchups in the past. I don't know if this is the one I want to take 500 on CLG.
0: I'm, I'm going to say no. All right. You're going to He's the more disciplined <laughs> of the bunch.
4: Dignitas, <laughs> Immortals, who's favored? Uh, dang, this is tough. I, 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 want, I think I might lean Dignitas, but the odds might not lean that way.
0: Dignitas are favored. Minus 163, Immortals plus 120.
4: That's a little surprising based on recent form. I would have guessed it closer to one twenty yeah. or one thirty. Um I might take IMT here then. For yeah, the value. So he's
0: in the same camp. I Chris Chris value Chung over here is taking <laughs> uh I, I'm I had the same logic where like I think we both all of us maybe you're in agreement with this, Chris, is do you think Dignitas and Immortals are both a tad overrated?
4: Uh yes, absolutely.
0: So it's like kind of the battle of the overrated teams against each other, right? So like I'm just going to take the underdog cuz I think they're both about even.
4: Correct. Correct.
0: Lastly Golden Guardians, FlyQuest who's favored?
4: Oh my gosh. Uh FlyQuest should be favored? But this is a game where I'm actually interested in the guardian side of things. Yeah,
0: see, he, Chris, like, right in lockstep was not even yeah. here. You all
1: witnessed this, right in lockstep with the rest of it. Thank you. Yeah, that like literally locked down exactly what we said about every matchup. So, <laughs> yeah, we talked. We used a lot more words about it, but you, you, you nailed it. You know, in
0: short. you know
4: what we've we've been hanging out long enough for me to kind of learn from y'all's brains how to pick games.
0: So now, now we're on Liquid minus two twenty five against EG plus one sixty two. Where I desperately want to take a share of EG, but I am agreeing with John in that EG is going to be better. EG is way, way better than their record. I just think this is a bad week to to get after them because they have to face Liquid and TSM this week, and it's Liquid with Broxa after a week of acclimating.
1: Mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't destroy their mental. It's gonna I really sick. do. Too. It's going to suck if they come back and they're just garbage because, like, is all mad and the whole team's, like, angry at each other now. I hope they just wait out this weekend and then start crushing next weekend.
4: Like well, the kids looked ahead in the schedule, too. I think they also played this game, like, who's good, who's not. And, but they, they do it a little bit more, like, based on records and rather than real logic. But at the same time, you're right. I talked about this last night in my own show that hold on to Ichi because – they've had the worst. They had C9, they had TSM, they had, they will have TL and then they're going to sail all the way until the end of the split.
1: Yep. That's how I feel. Yeah. So
0: this, so just next week, they're going to have hundred thieves and golden guardians.
1: It's yeah. Like see two. that's your EG week right there.
0: Yeah. And they're going to be like, <laughs> unless they win one of these games, which would be kind of cool. Unless they win one of these games, they're going to be like small favorites in those spots. I think and then it's just going to be like Pound Town. I'm just in, like, yeah. pile on. Um, Immortals plus 350, Cloud9 minus 600. We talked briefly about CLG. I'm, I'm going to be on, just like the, D- the G2 plan last weekend, put a quarter on both dogs, because they're going to lose one of these games, I
1: think. I'm skipping Immortals. I yeah. am going to bet on CLG, but I'm going to skip Immortals. Save that quarter.
0: Just go buy some. Quick. Go buy some bubble gum. Yeah, I'm buying. <laughs>
1: Cal, Chris, what do you guys think
0: on this one? Any, any shot for immortals? No. Uh, like Smithy over greater than blabber, the matchup. That's the that's the game breaker, right?
4: Like this sounds like you know you know C9 gonna eventually lose one game and it's not gonna be a game that we expected. It's not gonna be one of those close ones. I think feel like it's gonna be one of the random ones, and this feels false under that.
0: Yeah, it's not uh, quite like G two where G two are just gonna right. beat themselves, and it doesn't matter who it is, as we clearly saw last weekend.
1: Right? Clearly,
0: clearly saw last weekend. Does not matter who it is. But I don't think this is quite the same as G two, but I think it's a similar situation that it's just like eventually regression is going to kick in, and I think like they're they're gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna go
2: seventeen and one.
0: I think this team's going to go like
2: fifteen and three or fourteen and four. I think they're going to go ten or after this weekend, so that's why. Really? Yeah, Yeah, you're just staying away all together. Well, actually, I had seventy. 70% Seventy percent that they were going to go ten or no. Yeah, i I think Cloud nine is good enough to beat. So the
0: these odds aren't even good enough for you to even take a taste of, right? Like you're <laughs> just passing. Yeah, pretty much. I do think Cloud Nine looked pretty good, but I, like like John was saying, I I don't think they necessarily have like the greatest approach.
2: I think because John hates fun.
0: <laughs> no, I no, like right, so. Here's yes. the thing, right? I, I think if you look at Cloud Nine. Like I think FlyQuest have a better approach to the game, but their players aren't on the same level.
1: Yeah, not nearly on the same level.
0: It's kind of like Origin and Fnatic, where it's like, okay, like they have good players, and Origin have a great approach to the game right now. I love the Origin's approach to the game, but Fnatic are just going to outclass them sometimes. I think that's kind of what Cloud9 have been doing. They've just been like beating people by being better. So... I. I don't. I think they're gonna. I'm. I'm pretty confident they're gonna lose one of these games this week It's like sixty percent that they're gonna lose one of these games. So, next up we have 100 Thieves favored. 100 Thieves minus 175 against Golden Guardians. Oh
1: Lord! How do dude, we? Are you kidding okay, how me? We, how do you pick anything else's pick of the week? I didn't even look at this odd. Are you kidding me? Like, dude,
0: this is 50-50 at best, right?
1: No, Golden Guardians is just way better. You think body.
0: Golden Guardians should be favored?
1: Yeah, I think they should be favored for sure. Plus 125s. Yeah. How's that not everybody's It's We make right? that can We make that the podcast pick of the week? Yeah, we'll do that. It's not an individual pick. I mean,
0: person, I, mean but... I mean, I'll, I'll I'm going to switch my personal pick of the week to that. Right <laughs> That's
1: all right. Go ahead. Somebody better make a pick of the week. That's all, all right.
0: So, about. so why why should Golden Guardians be favored with these, John?
1: I think they only have one position where they're like drastically worse uh, and it's not even drastic i guess top lane i think someday has a small advantage i honestly think fbi is very good and i think he is starting to find his element i don't think stunt is very good so i don't even think they have a big edge in support i think their 80 carries are about equal mid lane i'll take golden guardians all day and the jungle i'll take golden guardians all day mid jungle priority a pretty big deal i don't know i like golden guardians in general in this matchup this
0: should be even money right cal
2: Nah, man, no. I think there's a huge jungle difference in both to Medios right now. And then mid lane, there's a difference for sure. So
1: Medios, yeah. whipped, whipped like 83 straight Swanny yeah, yeah. ults against FlyQuest. Like it was, <laughs> it,
2: was it was, pretty I don't weird. do that.
1: They were like point blank at the nexus, and he just whiffed it off to the side. Like Medios is not playing well with no.
2: So I, right, think, so I think Golden Garden should be plus, plus money. Not plus. Uh, they should be favored. Okay. sorry, yeah. Thank How you. much?
0: Like minus 120 plus 100 kind of situation? Minus 130. Okay, so like sl- actual slight favorites. Like, yeah. NFL equivalent to what? Like a three, is that three and a half point favorite or whatever it is? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, like that's... I don't know. I'm being respectful of 100 Thieves and saying this is a 50-50. I think Golden Guardians is a better team, so I'm in on this. I switched this to my pick of the week. We'll see. <laughs> I'll take over the podcast. I'll take the, the, the helm of the podcast pick of the week for the week. Okay. Um, what do we do? What did I delete? There it goes. Okay, we're good. Um, Chris, is 100 uh, Thieves okay. rightly favored here or incorrectly favored?
4: Incorrectly favored. I think after the first Golden Guardian games, we should quickly see that the well, Hundred Thieves should be a bottom team. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know how we even got to this point because I thought they were going to be good. But clearly, the issue is Meteos. Not even Rayoma. Ryoma is just inexperienced, I think yeah, has been team. a little so-so. <laughs> he's so-so. Right? Like, Maybe it's inexperienced. Uh, I don't
0: know, but.
4: He's not the main issue right now. My the main issue is Medios and like me
0: Talking about forgiven with Sokka, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, so yo, is Pop on the hot seat after four weeks? No, I'm just kidding. We're not. We're not going to go into that. It's four no. weeks. It's four weeks of best of ones. Nothing matters. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. So um, FlyQuest, wow. FlyQuest minus two twenty five against CLG plus one sixty two. If you told me this before the season.
3: <laughs> yeah, a little surprising. I mean, like, you're right? a
0: madman, but like, all right, I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna frame this this way. Is anybody taking some CLG here?
1: No, it's just a no bet for me. Like minus two twenty-five is disrespectful to CLG. Like, uh, like FlyQuest's not that good, but I'm also not gonna bet CLG. Calvin, any
0: love for CLG here? Would you take CLG at plus one sixty-two?
2: Tough. I guess I have to. I don't know. Maybe the line will move. I have to see how CLG plays a little bit, though. This is a good number.
0: This is like the best number is, we've seen on the board. It is a good boards, number. Right?
2: Probably, probably.
0: <laughs> like, all three regions, this is like the best number we've seen on the board, where it's like, this is too rich. But actually, in, in bookmaking, you'd call this a bad number because it's discouraging action from both sides. Mm. Like, you'd want to. Ju- you, you, I think if they boosted this up to like 180 100, and 200, you'd get yeah. even action on both sides, I think. But this is like stay away until then.
1: Yeah, I'm staying away on that one.
0: Put myself after any potential bookmakers. <laughs> um, Chris, FlyQuest, CLG. Any love for CLG here? You think they, the Pobelter change helps them out?
4: I don't like the odds, but I think FlyQuest win this one. Yeah. I just I just don't see any upside with Pobelter. He might be a stability, which is something that CLG doesn't even have.
0: He might be... But... I mean, I really hate to say this because I think Crown's been a tremendous player over his career, but like, I'll, right. I'll just come out and say it. Maybe he'll be less of a moody bitch than Crown's been because that's what it looks like yeah, Crown's right? been doing on the. Like, if you watch their games, Crown's just like sulking like every single game. You got yeah. I actually feel bad because Stixay, while Stixay hasn't been great, and while I've had my fair share of hating on Stixay over the years. Stixxay has literally been playing the Challenger games and the Pro games, doing everything in his power to get wins, And losing all losing of them. Losing all <laughs> of them. And you know what? He looks exactly the same as he did before. You know what? Crown's not doing any of that, and Crown's just getting – I don't know. I don't know what the actual team dynamic is, but just visually, maybe he's got a resting bitch face. I don't know. Visually, it looks like Crown's getting his bitch on. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like – Maybe this is a welcome change. Probelter's a veteran. He's been on losing teams, he's been on winning teams, he's been around for a while. Maybe he snaps him out of it. I don't know. I'm not trying either side of this, even though I'm tempted to take CLG. Numbers gotta be a little better. TSM Monday Night League. Team Monday Night League over here. I've been killing Monday Night League, by the way. I think I've missed one I'm bet.
1: It. I think I've missed I know, one bet good. every week, so
0: TSM minus one seventy five, E. G. plus one twenty five. Again, this is not the week. It's such a shame because like, this is a perfect time for EG to start like rounding into form. And I, like you said, John, I hope their mental's not just dead after this week. Yeah. Tough schedule. Not the not the week. If you can get like one fifty on this, I think it's okay. But like, I don't know. You, you yeah, got to get some better uh, better odds in this.
1: It's a no bet for me.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna pass. No bet.
1: Chris,
0: any love for EG?
4: Nope, not this night. No, it's a shame.
0: It's a, actually, it's actually a shame. Like, it is. it's just a tough schedule. I don't know. It's just a bad beat, kind of in a weird way. Bad timing for them. Yeah, you um, have to pick your
1: battles. It's, this
0: is not it. They're like the opposite of mad lines, right? <laughs> <laughs> the good schedule. Look, right? I'd
4: say that, and yet LCS has been one of the most frustrating ones to predict. Yeah, weekend weekend.
0: And the later match on Monday Night League, our last game of the slate for the weekend, is D- is Liquid minus two fifty against Dignitas plus one seventy five.
1: And the week with a no bet for me, yeah. Liquid's going to smash them, but I don't think I'm going to take it unless it's in parlays.
0: Yeah, same I agree. This might be Liquid Parlay week. Maybe I don't know. I don't feel that sure about it, but kind of. We'll, we'll see. I'll think about it. Yeah, this is probably a pass for me too. Pick of the week. Um, something I realized that I haven't been doing is recapping our pick of the weeks after uh, taking a look and editing the stuff let's go over our annual results um, so far I am 3 and 1 plus 2.78 units assuming 1 unit per bet uh, John is 2 and 2 plus .03 units still in hey. the green, count it
1: <laughs> at a million dollars a bet count a it.
0: Lot of money. there you go uh, Chris is now 1 and 3 and Woo! is now minus 1.9 units. Uh, Calvin is 1 and 2. I didn't change this. Calvin is 1 and 2 for minus a half unit. It
2: was minus 0. 0.5. 1 and 2.
0: So, on the cast for the year, we are plus 1, or 0. 0.41 units. So, plus 0. 0.41 units Ooh. on the year on our 7 for 7 bets. So, Hitting a couple of those plus odds.
1: Yeah, but... $410,000. Congratulations. Yeah, there, we right. there
0: you go. There you go.
1: Almost half a million.
0: Million unit wagers, right? Million unit wagers. So pick of the week for this week, the week of February 19th. Who wants to open? I'm just going to open. Say, I- I'm taking the podcast pick. I had like 15 picks listed. <laughs> That's an exaggeration. It wasn't 15. I had like five of them listed, right? I love this week. I'm gonna be all over this slate, like all over this slate on in every region. But pick of the week, I'll go with Golden, Golden Guardians plus one twenty-five against Hundred Thieves. The one I had before this was Fnatic minus one twenty-five over Origin, but this one's a little bit better odds for I think similar um, likelihood. So, uh, and uh, a couple other ones, but yeah, go go for it, John.
1: I'm swinging for the fences. It's double Vitality. Vitality's winning both games this weekend. Ooh, for the the fences
0: Vitality parlay at plus, plus three 20.
1: forty-one. Okay, I dig it. A little
2: higher um, risk, higher reward. Not bad, not bad. I took misfits, minus one ten against mad. I you're a said, mad man, literally, 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 like, literally, Like you're not, you're not, been, you're, not like, you're not
0: a mad man because mad's on the other side of this game. Like I don't know.
2: Yeah, I just don't know what advantage mis or mad lions has besides maybe like I guess humanoid. But like I said, Featherman can just keep playing how he's playing. Um, this team's, this team's good man this team's willing to engage in a, a lot LeBlanc, of
0: things do you feel confident about this game
2: you know what that's one thing actually about, like, <laughs> no, no 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 just in general like it's so easy right now to live bet games based on drafts like, Hard like compared agree. To, like obviously Hard like, agree like, with this. like yeah, agree. it's like super easy now to like live bet games so I don't know man I guess, I guess it really does come down to the draft but I mean it's gonna be my pick of the week I'm pretty confident in Misfits though so another reason I like dogs. Uh, Chris, you got a pick of the week?
4: Uh, Any reason? No, I haven't got a chance to look at it. I was hoping to take the Vitality for John, like, the boat. <laughs> I, I
1: overstepped you before you even got in here to take it. You can still take uh, Vitality uh, if you want. It's a lot yeah, still take so it. A lot,
0: my for the, a lot of exposure for the clients, but, you know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> let me let me give me some time to peruse some of the picks, and you guys just uh, finish up the pot, and I'll have my pick by then.
0: All right. So, uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess we'll skip ahead to sign-offs and let Chris figure out his pick of the week, and I'll tag that on that. So uh, I didn't really have anything specific this week. I know, John, you had a couple ideas for, uh, like, topics that we were diving into on Twitter. I don't know if you just want to pick one and go with it or if we want to do something meme or, like, snack foods.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I could just go with what we were talking about on Twitter, which was just kind of uh, that Ninja had made a point that, like, if basically if you don't get mad when you're losing – Then, you know, you're not trying hard enough was essentially what he was saying. Like, you're never going to get better if you don't get mad when you lose. And I do think that people overreacted to that in thinking that he meant, like, if you don't stand up and throw your keyboard against the wall after you lose, then you're not trying. And that's not what he meant. I think he meant, like, if you're not in your head going like, God, what what do I have to do to win these games? Like, if you're not lighting an inner fire under yourself is what he meant. And I still think he took it a little bit too far. I said in the long series of conversations that we have, I think there's better motivators than anger. Um, when I play, I think the the people that stood out the most to me were Magic players. Uh, more more yeah. so than other things, the best Magic players that I ever met never raged after games ever. They they understood that coming into any game they could lose, that there was always a chance. In every matchup, no matter how much better they were than their opponent, no matter how much the matchup was favored one way or another, they could always lose. And it was very rare to see a very good Magic player lose to you and be like, "Oh, it's only because I was mana screwed." The people that act like that were all mid-tier, like local shop guys that thought they were really good. The I'll, really best players rarely
0: act like that. I'll say this just to tag on to that point about, like, you know, because we recently had the Magic World Championships last weekend, and I think like card game players in general, poker. Uh, you know, various different poker games, uh, skilled gambling games—I'll call them like various poker games, even sports betting, magic. These are high variance games. Like yeah. we're talking, the best players on the planet, like of all time, have like a sixty percent career win rate. Yeah, and I think that's a unique field too, because like I could go to an event this weekend and play against a hall of famer if I just get paired against them. Like me, yeah. I could just show up. And these guys, have they're, they're not above everybody else. They are. They're better over time. But you can just show up, and you're in the trenches with them, right? Which is kind of a cool angle to it. But uh, I think that kind of thing humbles you really fast. Like, it teaches you that man variances a bit sometimes. <laughs> and I think, like, I kind of took that approach to – I took, like, the poker approach to playing solo queue in League or, you know, Fortnite, which is a multiplayer game as well. Like, I mean, it's a solo, but it's, like, there's multiple – Players in the game, like these games are just high variance, and I don't know, we went into this big, long, circular discussion. We can cite it on Twitter if everybody wants to dabble into it. Me and John had a pretty long, uh, a long discussion about. It. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll shoot a link to the tweet in this uh, in the show notes for people to check out. But yeah. we kind of talked if, a lot about this. People,
1: but... I'll say, people that have never done something like that, like for a living or at a high level, always overestimate the value of being better than other opponents both yeah. at poker at magic any of those things being better than your opponent people like that have never done it at a high level assume that being like a hall of fame level player gives you like a 95 percent chance to beat someone that's yeah. worse than you or that being a professional poker player versus like a guy that plays poker casually on the weekend means you just never lose to that guy ever and that's yeah. not the case and Definitely really good players case. understand that that's not the case it's only mediocre players that think that's not the case and so they get really mad when they lose to someone that's worse than them
0: the good players know that I lost to this because of variance, not because this guy's better or not because I played this wrong. Right. Like that's, you the know way. how many
1: times I showed up to a magic tournament fully prepared with months of play testing on a deck where I th- mm-hmm. felt like it was perfectly tuned and didn't even come close to top eighting. And I also won a pro tour qualifier once when I had not played magic in three months and a guy handed me a deck like two days before the tournament. I just practiced it a little bit and just ran good. You can so it goes variance. both ways.
0: Yeah. yeah. Super high variance. And, yeah, you never know when your you know your aces are gonna get cracked by some drunk dude in the casino, yeah. right? Yeah, like exactly. Time. Yeah. So it's it's that kind of you, you never know. Like you could be Faker and Faker gets AFKs in solo queue games. Yeah. Like he's not immune to that. Maybe he's a little less likely to get it at challenger in Korea, but like you know yeah. the, the the point still stands, right? Yeah. I, mean, I I know we we kind of went on about this because it's like it's not entirely about trollers and and griefers and stuff like that. It's about other things, but. It was. It created a long conversation that initially I was getting a little tired of the conversation. That I was like, "Oh, you know what? Actually, thank you, Ninja, because this brought about some good conversations." So, Cal, um, yeah, you got anything for sign off? Anything in particular?
2: Yeah, honestly, go. Please tell me it's
1: don't believe in love.
0: Tell me
2: that you <laughs> the Valentine's Day
0: hangover.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I was gonna say everyone go to PokemonPlanet.com sign up. What is that? it's like a MMO Pokemon game. So it's I like see it? Yeah. Wow. So like you play for badges and you can like you battle against know. each other. You can have like clan wars and stuff like that. So it's like, like
1: for pink slips, like racing for slips. This like is battling the
4: badges.
2: Yeah, so it's it's pretty fun. And I'm not gonna free. lie. It's free. It's free.
4: Yeah. I'm gonna have no life just playing all that. <laughs>
2: Like Dude, and plus, it, it goes through like all the Pokemon games. So like, you don't stop with like the like the Kanto region. You like you go like to the Ho region and stuff like that. And it's it's pretty fun. It's really fun. I, and you get to trade Pokemon's and it's sweet. It's it's a lot of fun. So definitely download PokemonPlanet.com. You
0: can play it from your browser. That's dope.
2: <laughs> wow, I dig this.
0: Yeah, I I didn't really have anything in particular as usual. um... I'm going to promise my every other podcast, like, topic, but, uh, I'll say that, yeah, this is really, I'm sorry, I'm, like, distracted reading about this Pokemon planet now. Uh, this is... for the
1: record, it's Pokemon-Planet. Yeah, uh, pokemon Planet. If you go to PokemonPlanet.com, it tries to give you a virus. Yeah. <laughs> so <don't go> Pokemon-Planet.com. <laughs> Thank we are not, you We are so not much. condoning spyware in yeah, any way, there, shape, or right form. Uh, yeah. We're we're just fishing for all the information. <laughs> Go to PokemonPlanet.com.
0: Um, man, I didn't really have anything. Jeez, uh, I'm bad at this. Go with the yeah. pick of the week, Chris. I'm going to stall real fast.
4: <laughs> oh, hold on. I had one. I saw one that's like mind-boggling to me. It's like uh, in the LCK. Anyone pick an LCK with pick of the week? Nope. No. Go ahead and Okay. I am looking at Griffin plus 110 against Yeah, Hanwha.
0: baby that's what I'm talking about I, I like that one that was another one of the ones I liked it's
4: like Griffin is high variance enough yes coaching might be an issue but Hanwa isn't exactly the G2 like they claim they are of Korea
0: yeah they don't have as many they don't have as many uh, tools in the toolbox so to speak they' they're, they're kind of mm-hmm. running out already they have like a monkey wrench and a hammer and like a screwdriver and like they got like a clamp left i think in there maybe some nails or screws or something like that and then they're spent like they're, they're out they don't have anything else they're like they're like the new guy learning a craft they don't know yet they're they're figuring it out yeah i like that pick i that was one of, that was like the, the one from korea that stood out to me so i'm, I'm about that why why is how my life favored 150 over anybody that was my logic awesome.
4: I think people are just excited about their playstyle, yep. even though it hasn't really produced any results. Maybe one I mean, they beat T1, one and T1
0: has beat G <laughs> and Dragon x They have to be good. <laughs> well, they didn't beat whatever, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were competitive against the top teams. Yeah, people tend to isolate stuff like that and give it way too much credit. So, uh, I don't really have a sign off. You know what I'm going to say? Right. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep it real simple and be like be cool to one another just keep it real simple good clean life advice like be cool to one another this kind of ties into the the where i kind of went with the ninja topic a little bit um which is don't assume you know everyone's motivation for things people do different things for different reasons and you know maybe it's disruptive to you or your plan or what you think but straight up you you just don't know whether it's solo queue, whether it's the job – I mean, you see people that show up to the job and they just want to do the job every day. They don't want to go above and beyond, and that's fine. You got to respect – maybe they have something outside of this. Maybe it's like they have a family, a big family, and they care more about that and everything. Don't act – be humble. It's that golden rule, right? Like, don't don't talk shit if you don't know. Like, just, like, don't. If you can't take it, then don't dish it out, right? And you don't – don't act like you know everyone's situation. Don't act like you know everyone's motivation. Everyone does things for different reasons. They're being a dick. That's different. Most of the time they're not, and you're just kind of extrapolating based on what you see. And don't do that. Because you don't know. You don't know. I'll I'll say this specifically for a league example because it comes up a lot. Some people just want to play solo queue to be the best Teemo in North America. You know, <laughs> like maybe, that, maybe that's this guy's motivation. You don't know. It might be infuriating to you because you might be in your series trying to get into Diamond or Challenger or whatever, and you got this Teemo one trick and it doesn't fit your team comp at all but you know what he's on a different plane of existence than you he's not playing this sa- he's playing the same game but he's doing it for different reasons it's the same thing so you know be humble is i guess like the 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 long story short version of that be humble and worry about yourself mind no your I own can. business that's all so all right uh anything else guys
4: Nope,
0: we didn't get any reviews this week. Maybe people put them in. Sometimes it takes the iTunes requests a little bit longer to get through, but uh, we didn't get any reviews this week. We had to um, shamelessly plug some of the old ones before uh, at the yeah. beginning of the
1: podcast. But review us, man. Tell yeah. me you hate my 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 luxurious ponytail. Tell me you we will
0: it. we will read any and all reviews that get through the iTunes submission criteria. Uh, spoiler alert: Keep it PG because they will they will just cut stuff, the curses and stuff like that. So. If you can backhandedly insult us, that's even better. We'll read that <laughs> and we'll have a blast with it, but send those reviews, man. Like, rate, subscribe, share with your friends, all this stuff. I'm not going to show any more than that, but seriously, get it out there. We're having fun here. I think this is a good show too. So anything fun, else guys, maybe. are we yeah. going to get out of here? We've ran whew, yeah, this a two yeah. hour show. <laughs> is a long one. This is a long one, but you know, we had a blast tonight, so I'm, I'm yeah, about yeah. it. So, all right, that's it. Everybody good luck this weekend. And, uh, May the dogs continue barking for you. Everyone have a great weekend, and
3: be safe.
1: Yep, you guys too. See you.
0: The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by The Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.